Hey, welcome back to Steve Reads the Comic. We are we're back. We were we were on hiatus, but we are back. It is uh, October 11, twenty twenty three. What is up, Steve? Tug. <laughs> what is up, Rob? Nick. What's going on? Steve likes to make reference to things that nobody knows. Yeah, I, no I don't care. <laughs> I'm the only one. <laughs> I don't care. Well, that was well, a was MacGruber reference. Um, was McGruber. Tug, tug. I was forced to watch that no, with no, you. No, 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 <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, Sean was down, uh, what was it, three weeks ago? I don't uh, know. End of, end of September-ish. Yeah, for the so. comic, Memphis Comic Con. And uh, he showed us a whole bunch of movies that I laughed my ass off at. Yeah, the Steve reads a comic related. I went down to Memphis. I'm sure I talked about it beforehand, but I went down. Kevin Eastman was in town at the Memphis Comic Expo, an annual show they do there. Uh, very cool show. My very first comic convention, my very first convention convention that I can think of as far as entertainment goes. I've never really been to one. I don't, I don't like going where there's a lot of people. It's bad enough I go to metal shows, uh, conventions. At least at metal shows, you don't really have to talk to anybody. Uh, unfortunately, you do get covered in their sweat and no one bathes. So I feel like a Comic-Con would be the same thing, except you have to talk to those sweaty, gross motherfuckers. But uh, they weren't nearly as sweaty or as gross. No, um, they so weren't. So that was nice. I didn't catch any whiff of bad BO at all. No, I, yeah, it, it was it was a really good time. Uh, a lot of families. Meet Kevin Eastman. A lot of families. Yeah, like it's, yeah it's fun for the whole family. The kids... And just people of all ages, lots of old middle-aged white dudes. Um, definitely, I'm definitely the target market for that. But I got to meet Kevin Eastman, got a picture, got a, got my whoa, whoa, whoa. Turtles back number it up, one back sign. It up, back it up, back it up. We got there early because we didn't know what to expect. Turns out Sean was the first motherfucker in line. It was awesome, dude. Like, Kevin, was... <laughs> like we were waiting in line. Sean's first, I'm second. Just waiting on Kevin Eastman to show up. The opposite happened for me and Aiden when we showed up later because I w- I've been to this place and I was like, oh, man, th- this got a huge parking lot. I was like, we'll have no problem parking. Holy crap, there were a lot of people there because <laughs> we drove around for 15 minutes looking for a parking spot. Yeah, Sean and I had the VIP passes, so we were there, you know, well, what was it, two hours before everybody else think, got there? I think two and a half, one and a half? It was 1030. I guess about two, two hours. Two hours two. earlier. It was so, a while. And then I got there an hour early because uh, up here in Ohio, anyway, you have to show up to shit early or you're going to be waiting. You're, you're going to be dead last. So I, th- I was like, oh, let's let's get there about an hour early. Make sure that, you know, I figured we'd be 25, you know, 25 to 50th in line because there, there was 100 people in the VIP, basically. So I, I and it. I'm assuming all those hundred people wanted to get access to Kevin Eastman, which was the whole point of the VIP was uh, Kevin Eastman was there two hours early, basically for the VIP. And um, so I was like, we'll get there an hour early. Just, you know, so we're not dead last in line. First in line. That was weird. <laughs> Did not was expect a, that. It was you like, got there before the vendors were even set up. Dude. Right. Yeah. Like they, they were setting up there. Yeah. They were setting up as we came in and I'm and, like, this is weird. But it, again, it just, I think it's just a Southern thing. Like you, you don't have to show up early down in the South. Uh, 20 minutes would have been fine. Yeah. They're, they're just slower down there. It's very strange. I, I know my wife has never been early to anything. 
Right. <laughs> so, well, maybe it's people that have been there before and they got the VIP and they're like, well, I got the VIP. Yeah. And, you know, I can come in whenever. Yeah. I don't think so. I think Sean's <laughs> got it right. You think I think it's, it's just, just a different vibe. That was the biggest sh- culture shock when I moved down here was nobody's in a hurry to go anywhere. Yeah. Like even to work. <laughs> just like, yeah. So we're, I guess, uh, Sean was talking to the owner of comics and collectibles or part owner. Is that right? A couple of days before one, one of the owners, I think I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, so I, she, I don't remember her name now either. Stacy. Was that it? I don't remember. I do not remember. Anyway, very, but yeah, very nice, we walk in and she's there. So Sean's just talking it up with her. Like, you know, like it's her best friend and everything. And then Sean leads the way to the Kevin Eastman table. Like the whole crowd follows him and everything. I was like, this is awesome. Well, yeah, I had a stranger, like people behind us all of a sudden were like, oh, it's eight o'clock. Now that I knew the thing started at eight 30. Like, so we got there at seven 30. People started uh, piling in eventually. And this chick behind me is like, well, they said eight o'clock. So we need to go. I was like, I said, I've been told, I've been directed where to stand and where to go this whole time. They'll tell us. Well, they said eight o'clock, and I knew the crowd was just going to go without me, and then I'll be damned if I was going to go give up my first in line status. <laughs> Damn right, right. So, and so I was like, fine, I will lead you, idiots, you fucking non, you fucking illiterate morons, you southern fucking morons, who can't read a goddamn sign and then comprehend times that are posted so we get over there i see the lady from comics and collectibles and she's like looking at me like what the fuck are you doing and i said i was directed by a stranger to come over here so here i am and she's like oh we're not you're not supposed to be over here yet i was like i know the fucktard behind me here um so that's but it was she was like fine just line up here and and wait but god that's what i hate about crowds is like that's all it takes is one moron oh we're supposed to do this and everybody's like, yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm not holding this crowd back. So <laughs> off I go. I think it wasn't about holding them back. You just didn't want to lose number one spot. Well, that's what I mean, though. I wasn't about to be like, hey, we're not going yet. Because them <laughs> motherfuckers, they would have took it from you. I guarantee they'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. well, everybody get, you know, it's first right. come. I was like, Shit. dude, right. the whole point of the line was it starts with me. That's why I right. got here at the crack of ass. Exactly. Right, right. But no respect for that, of course. Dude, right. I would have I would have took it from him if he didn't move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for that number one spot. <laughs> Meanwhile, Steve's not doing anything to keep your number one. He's like, I'm gonna get that number one. <laughs> I, I think I went I went off to buy uh use that $25 voucher for the merch. And then it started moving. I'm like, what the fuck? It's not 830 yet. Where are you guys going? Oh, yeah, you were in line. You were like, what? what what's happening? I was like, <laughs> idiots, idiots, lack of comprehension. They can't read. They can't comprehend things. Like, we, we weren't going to miss anything. They weren't just going to leave us over there with Kevin Eastman sitting there like, why am I here? And then the, the organizers being like, I don't know. I thought they'd be over here. Like, they would have come and told us. It was, it was, they were well organized. They knew what was going on. Yes. But because Sean, uh, is very knowledgeable. He had studied the map at pre uh, entrance and he knew exactly where to go. And uh, he took us. I'm all with there. Sean. I, I'm prepared. I'm ready. Right. If, I, if that, there's like something I, said, I want to do, I want to know how to do it. I want to know where to get there. I want to. <laughs> right. I got it all planned out. And then, then these motherfuckers just show up 45 minutes later and they want to jump your shit. Yeah. Well, I hear <laughs> I hear people going, is this the right way? And I, I, and I knew full well where I was going, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I just like throw my arms up, like please go scatter. 
go figure it out yourself if you don't think this is right. <laughs> yeah, so we get there and Kevin Eastman, you know, shows up. And I mean, it was just so cool, man, seeing Sean first in line, talking with him and everything. And he got he got some extended time, I think, because when I went to go use my credit card, they had a problem processing the, the card. They were having problems with it. I guess they didn't know how to work it. So Sean was over there with Kevin Eastman for <laughs> like way longer than, you know, the allotted time, I guess. So that was cool. I got a, I got a, yeah, I snuck a few more minutes in there. What did you say? Um, what did you say? To I, him? I don't remember at this point. Um, I talk, got to talk to him a few more times because we got back in line later before the end of the VIP. We were, we were first VIPs and like almost last VIPs at one point. Steve got caught up. This is what I loved about the whole energy and excitement of the thing. The day before, Steve is literally like, I'm not I'm not going to bring anything to get signed. He's like, I have a Funko Pop. I was like, well, bring it then. And then I see he has a, a reissue of one of the original Michelangelo Ninja Turtles. And I was like, dude, bring that. He's like, okay. So he just brings the Ninja Turtle. This right here, if you're on YouTube. There we go. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, you can get a shot of the signature. He signed it in orange. Did a little... Uh, Ninja Turtle head remark on the packaging looks great. Where's um, your certificate? Is there uh, one here, that goes with it? Here, here's my lanyard too. I got signed. Oh, let me sign. let, let Sean uh, finish the story. I think he was going. So we we get there, <laughs> and I think Steve just gets swept up. He's like, he ends <laughs> up getting his lanyard. So he got his lanyard signed, which again that's an additional cost, um, and remark. Then he goes and buys a full run of. The, the last Ronin, which he had been wanting to do anyway, um, takes that, gets the first issue signed, takes it over to get uh, shipped off to CGC. Uh, paid a, a little. What's that? I was so excited, dude. That he, day, he just man. got swept up. It was, he was just like he was ready to buy everything. It was hilarious. He was like, flip, 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 money, 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 yeah. money, 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 money. Here you go, here you go. With, with some uh, some people who cosplay as, as Ninja Turtles with some really high quality Ninja Turtle suits. He, I think that was like five buck donation or whatever. But I've never seen a, a bigger smile on this man's face than <laughs> this picture. No, that that was, Michelangelo. Yeah, that was. He was like Michelangelo is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, like dude. I said, I, I've never. What well, I, I think you posted it. I don't know if you posted it on. I think you did on, on the uh, Steve reads the comic Facebook page. Yeah, I think it's in there somewhere. You get any uh, replies, dude? I was just, I was nervous at first, and then I talked to Kevin Eastman. He was so cool, dude, and he like put all my fears at, at ease, man. He was just so easy to talk to. I, I remember talk. I, I asked him about like, was I the only kid that jumped in sewers? You know, and he's like, no. Like parents kept telling me like can you tell the kids that there's no turtles in the sewers <laughs> so i was like okay i'm not the only one but yeah it was, he was he was really cool and like sean said we we had the vip ticket so we were there two hours ahead of everybody so we were first in line and then right before this the other group started to come in the general mission group uh sean was like last in line and i was like that's when i bought those uh that set of the last ronin I was like, ah, oh, dude, I might as well just get this. I always wanted it. And he's right here. So I bought that, uh, the set, the run of that. And he signed the first issue for me, which was awesome. And he put, uh, I had, I had him put uh ninja kick, the damn rabbit on it from the movie that Michelangelo says in the movie. So that's off to CGC. Can't wait for that to get back. Yeah. It's going to be a few months, but we both got stuff sent off to CGC to get that yellow label. 
but yeah, it was a fun experience overall. We just went the one day. Uh, lots of cool vendors and artists there. Yeah, well, um, like the one vendor that overheard us talking about our satanic panic error, <laughs> and then he joined. Oh, in. oh, one of the artists. Yeah, one of the yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. He just just like, hey, I don't mean to jump in your conversation, but I identify with everything you guys are talking about. <laughs> right. He's like, can I, <laughs> can I share in this therapy? And we're like, yeah, right. Man, come on in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very fun. It was, it was, you it guys was a nice, got to, uh, in line for Garth Ennis too. Uh, Sean. Oh yeah. Did. I got to talk to Garth Sean Ennis. Did. That was the other Steve. thing I wanted to do. I didn't, I didn't buy any, I didn't bring anything for him to sign. I have tons of his stuff and he had stuff for sale. I did, I did pay, I did give him money though, just for his time. Cause I just wanted to talk to him. I wanted to ask Garth Ennis, because if you've read any of his stuff, especially his most extreme stuff, like crossed, um, and even in preacher and stuff and punisher. I mean, a lot of it's very extreme. I, I just wanted to ask him, did, did you have a fucked up childhood? And he's like, no, not at all. He's like, I had a great family. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, what? And then he's, he does a great job with military writing. So I was like, were you in the military? He's like, nope. I'm like, God damn, this guy's a, just a genius. He said his, his writing comes from just his uh, his perspective on the world, basically. He's, he said he has a very cynical perspective, and that's where he pulls from when he writes all this twisted, fucked up shit. And I'm sure a lot of it's pulled from, you know, just headlines and stuff like that, too, based on how terrible the world actually is. And then later on, we had a Q&A panel with Kevin Eastman, and uh, it was hosted by Ming Chen, the guy from Comic Book Man. I did got- enjoy that. We got Even to talk I with Ming. That. Yeah, we got to talk <laughs> with Ming Chen for a while before Kevin Eastman got there, which was really cool. And again, we were front row, you know. So, <laughs> well, we got the, there. I wanted to get in there early. We were the <laughs> only people there. <laughs> when we walked in. Yeah, yeah, we, it was so okay weird. Like, that. I thought it would be <sighs> more people, though. I, I honestly did. It, that was not full. I thought the whole room was going to be full. Right. I don't know what happened to that. I don't know if people didn't know. It was kind of in a weird spot, but. Yeah, yeah but if, uh, I feel like if you were interested, it, you would be like me and figure out where it was. I figured there'd at least be 100 people that paid for the VIP tickets. You know what I mean? To you hear what he had to say. That's what I thought. Yeah. I'm guessing a lot of those people were just flippers, though, too. They just yeah. wanted, they got a bunch of shit signed so they could put Maybe. it up on eBay. Yeah, Evidently. He, talk, he talked for like 45 minutes, which was really cool. And Sean got to ask him a question at the end, which was awesome. And he got a, if you, I'll post a video online after this, but, uh, of the panel, but uh, Sean s- uh, slipped in a Ray Filet right in front of Ke- <laughs> right in front of Kevin Eastman. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, Kevin Eastman said it, so it yeah, yeah, you re- you repeated it. It was great. <laughs> but he just said Ray Filet. You were like Ray Filet. <laughs> well, he, co- he they actually asked him uh, that the the last movie they actually included him in it which was nice. Whereas yeah. the Michael Bay ones, <laughs> he, he's just shat all over them. It was yeah, great. That was, yeah. that, that was awesome. He's like, that was nice I, to hear him sh- shit all over those movies. Cause they're really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it all yeah. makes sense. Don't it? <laughs> Dude, that was so much fun, man. I had so much fun and I, like, I didn't know what to expect. Cause you know, I hadn't been to one either. So Sean and I, t- you know, it was our first one. And they had some, they, they had a cosplayer there that was, it was a couple. One was Starfire, I think. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then she one looked was, good. That was a good outfit. 
one was Killmonger. God, did, did this yeah. dude looked exactly like Killmonger from he the did. movie? It was nuts, man. Yeah, I had to I had to pay them both a compliment when we were because I saw him. I saw him a few times, but I saw him when we were leaving the the room after the panel. And I was like, "You guys look fantastic!" By the way, right, um, the complete opposite both... of that depressed Mario that I got a picture. With. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you really want a picture with this guy? <laughs> I was like, "It's Mario." I'll show Steve it to grabbed the... like the one <laughs> transient person who happened to show up to get a picture with. It's the most the saddest Mario I've ever seen in my life. I was like, "Okay, depressed Mario, get ready." <laughs> What'd you say? Melancholy Mario. That's what it was. Melancholy Mario. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was a lot of fun. I'm definitely, I'd like to go back next year if they do it there again. <clears throat> yeah. If they get some, uh, some other, and they had other people there too. Uh, Rick Leonardi, co-creator of Spider-Man 2099 was there. Brian Polito, creator of Lady Death and Evil Ernie. I talked to him for a minute. Um, yeah, they had lots of, artists and writers there. They had the voice of April O'Neil from the original Ninja Turtle cartoon. They had the voice of uh, spectacular Spider-Man, uh, Josh Keaton, I think is his name. Not sure. Uh, but yeah, they had a lot of other people there. You know, a lot of people selling stuff. Oh my gosh. So much stuff I wanted to buy. Um, yeah. But it was, it was a, it was a well-run show in my opinion. They had some, you know, some good food vendors there local food vendors and stuff. And it was, yeah, but it was a great first impression for a con. That's for sure. It definitely makes me want to uh, go to some of the other <coughs> ones. I like that. They, it was very comic book focused. It was, you know, for them. I mean, you had some voice actors and stuff, but it was, it was mostly artists and writers. Um, a lot of the cons when they have them up here in Cleveland, it's, it's a lot of actors. And I honestly, I just don't have anything to say to most actors. So I, I just not interested and it's nothing against actors. I love actors. Um, but I don't know. I, I, they're just, to me, they're not as impactful as the people who create the shit. Um, for the most part, I mean, and like, they've had like Bruce Campbell and stuff up here, but then it's too big of an actor. And I'm like, I don't want to wait in that line and mm-hmm. their prices reflect how big they are too. So that's the other part of it. I like when you went up to Ming Chen and said, you were like, hey, why did Kevin Smith fuck up (laughs) (laughs) He-Man? That's not exactly how I worded it, but I I was curious That was pretty much the gist of what you said. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I did, when I saw uh, Ming Chen out on the floor, I just, I asked him what he thought of the the recent Masters of the Universe thing, but he, it turns out he's not a Masters of the Universe fan, so it didn't really matter. He said he grew up more of a G.I. Joe guy. Um, but yeah, I, I was, I, I just, I need to get to, Ke- I just got to talk to Kevin Smith. You know, I don't want to, I just want to talk. Just want to talk. That's all. I just have <laughs> just, questions. Just a little talk as I hand, just talk. As, I, as I tie you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wear my Casey Jones mask for some reason. Um, but yeah, I just, I just have questions about why, what, just what, you know, the first one just being why, what the hell were you thinking when you took this job for this property, you, you've said multiple times you don't like, and then. You turn this out. Why, why money, money, money. And then you money. got hurt when people didn't like it. Like, how did you not see that coming? You're, you're a smart guy. Money, money, money. Yeah, that was great. Money. So great times. Great times. Yeah. And then Steve came up here like a week later. We hung out and ate at all the places in 
Northeast was, Ohio worth dude, eating. Dude, I've never been more ashamed in my life, man. It was just, <laughs> it was a barrage of gluttony. Dude, it, was, <coughs> it was so bad. So bad. Are you really shamed though? I, I thought I was so. a diabetic halfway through the week. Cause I, <laughs> he, did, I, he was very concerned about <laughs> diabetes. I was like, I'm, I think I'm peeing all the time, dude. I think I'm pre-diabetic <laughs> right now. All I'm doing is ingesting sugar at a rapid rate. <laughs> but I wouldn't stop. I just kept it. I was like, oh, we just have four pieces of pizza. Sean's like, you want to go to Dairy Queen? I'm like, hell yeah, I want to go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was definitely the running joke of anytime we finished eating, the deal. when do we eat? When do we eat? Um, when do we eat? So, yeah, well, so I fly up there on, I, as soon as I get out of work on Friday, I, I, I catch a flight with the family and uh, we're going through security. Memphis and Airport, right? Me- Memphis Airport. Yeah, we're going through security. I'm, I got my shoes off, my belt off, everything's off. My, my bag, pants fell down. My <laughs> pants. My, my bag goes through. Kristen's bag goes through. Brooklyn's bag goes through. Dominic's is stuck, and the dude's like looking at the X-ray tech is like over there, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then a few seconds later, he's still contemplating, and then he gets his boss to come over. You know, he gives him the wave. And then they're looking at it for like two minutes and I'm like, what the fuck is going on over here? You know, next thing you know, his boss calls the police, the security with guns and everything. And they're all sitting around Dom's bag and I'm looking at Chris and I'm like, what the fuck? And then he, the guy asked me, he's like, did you bring weapons? And I'm like, no. (laughs) And that's when Kristen looks at me. She's like, did you check his bag? I was like, no, I didn't check his bag. You check his bag. She's like, "No, I just told him to grab some toys before we left." Oh, I'm like, "Fuck!" I was like, "What is in here?" So, like, after this guy is like staring me down and is keeps repeating, "Do you have any weapons?" I'm like, "No, I do not have any weapons that I know of." (laughs) You know, always reassuring that I know of. (laughs) That I know of. That's my son's bag. I don't know what's in there. So then they start to open it up, they unzip it, you know, and they got like their gloves on and they're going real meticulous and precise through the bag and everything. And then finally the guy pulls out with his thumb and and index finger, pulls out the barrel of a toy gun, one of those old cap guns. That they're, Jesus they're, Christ, dude. They're, they're metal. <laughs> you guys got to be the worst parents in the world. That's what I said when I looked at Chris. And I was like, and there's a guy next to me. There's a guy next to me. His bag's behind Dominic's. And he's got his shoes off and everything. And I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's in this bag. You're not going to miss your flight, are you? He's like, no, no. We, I give plenty of time. You're okay. I was like, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Can't, I couldn't apologize enough. But yeah, but the, the guy holds it up. The tip of the barrel of the gun holds it up above his head for everyone to see around the airport, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, fuck! An uh, old metal cap gun. That, uh, their Uncle Steve got it for him. Your Kristen's brother. And it's got, like, you know, it's the old metal, you know? And it I, it probably had caps in it, you know? I don't know what Dominic packed. But, uh, but yeah. So I think that's so, the problem right so, there. You let the, your son pack his own bag. Dude, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Kristen said, oh pack my your stuff. Throw some toys. I thought she checked it. She's like, did you check his bag? I was like, no, I didn't check his bag. I thought you checked it. Oh my 
God. So dude. yeah, so, the, so they, they, they 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 throw away the gun and everything, and we're allowed to pass. And and eating was the most shameful thing you thought you did. Like, <laughs> that wasn't. I mean, I wasn't ashamed of that. I was embarrassed. I wasn't ashamed. Oh my God, dude. Uh, dude, I I might have had a heart attack and died if that happened to me. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I don't know. You when you first told me that story, you and Kristen both told that story. I'm like, how are you guys so calm about this? That's like that's like my one of my worst nightmares come to life is going through TSA dude, and getting stopped for something like that. I, got, I would because I know I don't have any weapons. Molly you know? made me take some uh, Corky's barbecue, so I bought one of those. She bought me, you know, one of those cork just barbecue, dude. But it, you know, it was like this big, you know, it was like yeah. a regular thing of barbecue. Dude, they, I thought, I didn't know you couldn't have that much through there. I was like, it's fucking Corky's. It's a Memphis thing. And dude, <laughs> I got stopped for that. They had, they fucking confiscated it. Dude, I, Kristen, you was had help. a fucking gun, a metal gun at that. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. Christ. I was thinking, I was like, man, that x ray machine works. <laughs> like, they, they spotted that. Wow. Man. And he had a ton of toys, dude. His bag weighed like freaking 30 pounds, man. I cannot believe all these... you let your son pack your bag. Oh, I did it. I didn't know he did. Uh, I thought Kristen Christ. packed it the night before. That is the. He had everything in there, dude. Everything. Like he he's, he had all his toys basically in that bag. So that that was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, I said that, to when they told me that story, I just pictured Steve being like, Dom, you're you're going down for this one. I'm not, I'm not taking the heat for this. I'm sorry. If they're son. arresting anybody, it's gonna be you. You brought this on yourself. I'm like, Dom, I'm not going back to jail, bro. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so wow. that was that was uh what was that? <laughs> that was uh Friday and then, So they uh, confiscated that. You didn't get it back. That was Oh it, no, right? they're not gonna let they me take that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they threw it out. Wow. He's so like what they say afterwards. He's like, like next he's like next time check that. I was like, Yeah. Okay, next time I'm not bringing that at all. Thanks, but right. <laughs> Did you, you can put I anything in your they, check bags. <laughs> I didn't know they still made those metal cap guns. I had no idea, dude. dude that but, was still a thing. When his when his when Steve got that for him, I was like, I don't know where the fuck he found that. Right. He got. He I, just I, he probably it. found it at a gun show because he's a big gun guy. Oh, okay. So we were at we went to Toys Time Forgot like we always do when Steve comes up here and. They were selling those guns for, I saw one, it was like a hundred dollars. You know, it looked like the old, you know, single action Colt pistol, you know, the Western yeah, that's handgun, what it was. basically. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God damn. Cause I don't, I don't remember last time I saw a realistic gun on the shelf. Everything looks like Nerf guns or super soakers and they're, you know, they're plastic, they're bright orange. Yeah, or whatever. This one had the the orange tip. But it had an it. orange plug in the end. That right. Was it. Yeah. Yeah. But it was metal. I mean, I, I yeah. And it was heavy. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, like a, I, I remember those from when I was little, but I like I said, I just I haven't seen one in ages. <laughs> if I would have known it was a hundred dollars, I would be like, guys, go without me. I'm going to take this gun back the other way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing those were older ones, you know, like maybe originals or something, and they had like dates on. No, them because he had but, a fresh pack of the inserts, the little yeah, the caps. It it, yeah. it, it took the round inserts. Remember the round ones, <coughs> right. the plastic ones? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. The one I had when I was little, though, had the paper ones on, yeah, like, on a where roll. It ran it through. Yeah. Yeah. The little red paper things with the little yep. dot. 
and I used to sometimes just take them out and smash them with yeah. a rock to make the gunshot sound. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's the one I took through security. We <laughs> <laughs> so have a story, dude. I almost took God. a shit in my, just hearing the story. I was like getting anxiety. I was like, this is so, this is the last thing. <laughs> dude, and, when the, but he's Steve. So he came out of it. I, I feel like I would have been taken aside. Then right? like, we got to strip search you. Yeah. We got to strip search your family. Yeah. Uh, what else strip you guys packing? Other people that aren't even at the airport need to come in and get strip searched. You know, it, it was just, it would have been a whole thing. Steve, they're just like, all right, carry on. Like, <laughs> yeah. What? They had they had a Muslim guy next to me. They were beating him, but I was okay. <laughs> no, he got he got through with his bombs just fine <laughs> because he used you as a distraction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was Friday. Then uh, Sunday, I took everybody, the uh, mom, dad, and the rest of my family to the Browns game to let the kids witness their first uh, embarrassing loss. So that, that was fun. Um, and for some reason, I wanted to go to this giant cuckoo clock. It's like the world's largest cuckoo clock. I, I remember going to it on a field trip, you know, and uh, I met a lady there when we got to the cuckoo clock. And she's like, I'm only here because I saw this when I was a kid, too. And I was like, OK. So then the cuckoo, <laughs> clock, the cuckoo clock goes off and. You know, it goes off, I think, a minute and all these things come out of the clock. They start dancing, playing music and everything. And then they go back into the clock. And she looked at me and she's like, was that not as good as you remember? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know why I made this trip. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids seem to like it. Yeah. So we did that. And then I think, what did we else? Oh, we went to the Cleveland Cheese barn. You went to Cheese Barn too. Yeah, Cheese Cheese Chalet where they make the cheese. I remember we took a field trip for that when we were kids too. Have like Moon every cheese, every green cheese, cheese. Yeah, every cheese you could imagine. It was awesome. But uh yeah, just went to the Cleveland Zoo and then Sean uh me and Sean just hung out and ate and we watched four movies in one day in a row. It was awesome. <laughs> dude. It was freaking awesome. Like back to back to back. We we're just eating in between. <laughs> you didn't uh, watch them on dad's TV app. Absolutely. You watched them through the, no, oh. <laughs> you watched it through the other app, right? You didn't watch it through the TV app. Oh no, we use the fire stick. Fire right. Stick. Right. We, yeah. Sean and I watched a couple movies cause we didn't know he had the fire stick. Right, like what you watch that I left. We had to turn the volume up to like a hundred and six to hear, just barely hear the dialogue on that. Right, I don't know what happened with that. Oh yes, and also somewhere in between there, Dom got on the treadmill and got it going too fast, and he flew off and got stuck in between the wall and the treadmill, and it started to burn his flesh apart. Yeah, he had that that happened too. He had a wound on his forearm that went from his wrist to his elbow of just. Oh, farther than that, up to his shoulder. Okay, apparently even farther than that. Yeah, he, he was just getting melted <laughs> by this thing. He had dude. the worst rug burn ever. Oh, dude, yeah. it was bad. Like all the I was going to say the, the other thing, but I. It's a road rash, but like, and he yeah. had it. It was on his knuckles. It was on his feet. Like yeah. he got it everywhere. Like the tops of your feet, right where they bend. Oh, dude. He was he was in so much pain. And I heard that scream. I was upstairs. Kristen was downstairs with him, and uh, I heard the scream. You know the scream. You know you know it's not bullshit. It's that kind of scream. And I was like, oh shit, 
what is going on? So I ran downstairs and, and saw that. And I was like, dude, the poor little guy was in so much pain, man. Let's be honest. We all know you didn't run down the stairs. Well, first of all, I got, <laughs> I got up and like my back. And then I like hobbled down and almost fell down the stairs. That sounds more like what happened. Yeah. But Kristen was down there, so it was fine. Yeah. She was able, he was literally, he was stuck, right? Between the treadmill and a bookshelf yeah. or something. Yeah, and it's still going. So it's just sitting there burning his flesh. As he's stuck, he can't get out, you know? So, yeah, that was, a, you know, typical trip uh, to Ohio. You guys are like <laughs> top A parrots. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, man, I mean, shit happens. Hey, pack your own bag through the airport. Well, security. we definitely, I'm definitely checking their bags Up on this that time. treadmill. What on, else? No, he did, he did the on. treadmill on his own. The treadmill was his own thing. That was uh, that was just Dom being oh Dom being like, I'm gonna go do something I should not be doing. I told, I, I totally, I you know, I got out of all the things he packed, he picked that thing, man. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> everything else was fine. Oh, I'd, I'd have been a nervous. Wreck. I would have been visibly shaking in terror. <laughs> like, what is going on? Am I going to jail? He got a, while he was in Ohio. I he we didn't do anything on Tuesday. We were kind of just letting him rest and heal. So I went out and got him a Leonardo sword and ninja star and and mask and everything, and to cheer him up. And I made sure to check that on the way back <laughs> i was like that's checked going into- baggage checked baggage checked baggage dude yeah. i think my, my favorite thing one of my favorite things that we did was uh like we we got lunch one day oh we went to quaker steak went down to canton got quaker steak mm-hmm. went to toys time forgot got hamburger station on the way back didn't tell nobody at first, because uh, what your your mom was baking spaghetti, so we had a little pre meal meal. Yeah, mom and... did not mention you stopped at hamburger station. She left <laughs> that out. And then uh, got back to the house a couple hours later. Had spaghetti. It was a good day. It was like we had three meals with, within like a five hour span. <laughs> Basically, is what happened. Three full meals almost in, in a five hour span. And I uh, I bought this Moon Knight number one here. Oh, at Toys Time Forgot. The guys totally ripped me off. I found out I could have got it for $50 cheaper on eBay. But this is his first uh, run, the first issue in his own run, not his first appearance. But that was that first appearance was there too, but it was like two grand or something. Yeah. I, re- I wanted to just grab it and run out the fucking and they, door. They had a mosquito figure uh, in, a, in an encasement. They, they do figure grading too, but the bigger cases, obviously the, I think it was graded like an 8.0. They wanted $2,500 for that mosquito. Uh, so no, but I, I really do want a mosquito figure. What is a mosquito or the He-Man? Uh, it's one of the, it's from the oh, He-Man yeah, line. I, I know what it looks it's, like. It's I like from it. a, yeah, a really late. Like I was, I mean, I, I would have been out of He-Man by that age anyway, but I've seen it. some of the figures that came later. I'm like, I totally would have, would buy that now. Hmm. Oh, we did go to that Linda theater, that old theater that somehow gets new releases. And it was great. Just <laughs> like I remember, man, like the, the atmosphere was exactly as I remember as a kid. And that was cool to take my own kids there. And then, you know, mom and dad were there. It was nice. And that's why we've been gone for so long. Yeah. Across the street was the first ever video store. 
Remember? Dude, oh. the, the freaking video, it's so depressing seeing all those video stores that we used to go to, you know? Oh, the, they're just they're closed, yeah. yeah. Or there's something there's else. No more. But the one video store that should have went under years ago is still <laughs> open. That Britain Road video. Like, no, they sell, it's closed. No, no, it's open. Dad it's told open. me. Dad oh, it said, opened back up? There was a guy no, sitting out front. It never closed. It never closed. There's a guy sitting out front smoking a cigarette. I was like, Dad, is that still open? And he's like, yeah, but they don't sell anything but like X-rated movies and stuff. Oh, oh, okay. So the rest of it closed. Just the, <laughs> It's a porn store. <laughs> yeah it was like it so was like i got dildos instead of it, it used to be a fruit market slash video store you know and right. then in the back well, it was initially one? just it oh. used to just be a fruit market on britain it used road to just be a fruit oh yeah, yeah britain road i thought video. you met video time next to the marcos no no britain road that video. thing is still there i mean it's still yes. legit oh yeah. my god it the building looks like it's needs to be condemned but it's i, still I thought open. it was it looked like that 20 years ago yeah <laughs> yes now the Britain Road video sign is like faded. You can't even see it anymore. I didn't know it was open. It was just a piece of wood. <laughs> That's all the <laughs> sign was. It was like somebody's spray painted video store on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that motherfucker's still oh open. Oh my God. I was God. like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, Britain Road's just like strip sh- strippers and <laughs> that's all it is now. Welcome to yeah. Akron. Crackrin. Uh, yeah, but man, I'll see in all those video stores we used to go to, they're closed. Like, oh man, that's so depressing. I remember yeah. when the one across from the Linda opened up the, on the corner there on the opposite end of Bumpus. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Oh yeah, that Goodyear, I think it was just called Goodyear Video or something. Yeah, yep. that was the first one to pop up. And I remember that because again, that was, that was the one where your dad would rent me all yep. kinds of R-rated stuff. <laughs> Forever grateful. <laughs> that's what i'm saying like it, it's cool to watch four movies in a row but like not having dad with you while you're hunting down a video in a store is like i'd rather do that you know <laughs> but yeah your dad watched a lot of the movies with us i think he watched all of them with us no yeah dad he did not like movie. the raunchier comedies but <laughs> <laughs> dude when sean was down here he, he played walk hard for me there was a scene I laughed so fucking hard. I thought I was going to die, dude. I'm not even kidding. Like I was getting dizzy. I was laughing so hard. Probably from all the food you ate prior. <laughs> this was down here. It was a, we didn't, I ate more up there than I did down here. But, uh, oh my God, dude. I, I thought I was going to have a fucking heart attack. I was laughing so hard. It was great. Yeah. That, that was great. Watching you almost die was very gratifying for me. <laughs> how I many? Like, what is the funny one? Is that like the sixth time you see me almost die? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It's like this motherfucker's always around me when I almost croak. <laughs> I'm going to become a suspect at some point. He will be the death of you. <laughs> uh. All right. You want to get to some of the newer shows here? We did finish Ahsoka as we were in a. Oh my God. Yeah. Let's talk about Ahsoka. So the series is over. We're going to talk about the whole thing, what I can remember of it. My memory is garbage, but I, I do remember, I'm pretty sure that on this podcast, I have talked about how the show seemed to be going nowhere. Nothing was happening from week to week. And then I would look online to see what the general consensus was among the fans as far as how they felt about the episode. And they were just head over heels in love with these episodes. And I, couldn't and I still can't for the life of me figure out 
what the hell they were watching that was so amazing. And it turns out it was just, they like cameos. They like seeing Anakin. They don't care his actual impact on the story. They just like seeing that actor playing that role. And that's apparently enough for, to make them happy. So basically this entire show was literally a giant nothing burger. Nothing happened on this show. Uh, they spent, was it six episodes, eight episodes? I don't even know. It was too many episodes. I think it was eight. Um, Eight episodes, ultimately, to, again, spoiler warning, have Thrawn and Ezra get back to the galaxy, and now Sabine and Ahsoka are stuck in the other one. To switch places. That was it. That's, that was all they it. did. That was the whole point of the show. There was, it, it was so uneventful. It was. Uh, it just made me so angry. And, I, and it's there's stuff I liked. About. I, I really like the guy they cast as Ezra. Yeah. I really liked Hera, not just because of her awesome booty, but like <laughs> I really liked I liked her. I liked the way she was portrayed by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, it it actually remind it, it felt it's like not like Hera Syndulla, mm -hmm. whereas for whatever reason they had Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka, and it, it, she played Ahsoka with more energy in the Mandalorian and stuff than she did on this show. Yeah, Ahsoka, and again, I don't blame her. <clears throat> She I don't blame like, her. I, I, it had to be the direction. They were like, you know, cross your arms, well, talk in a monotone. Well, once she died or whatever happened and came back of the last two episodes or whatever, she seemed more like Ahsoka, you know? Now, she did for about five minutes, and then she went right back to crossing her arms and talking in a monotone. Like, she it put on the white she, thing initially. But she was smiling a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for two, two two seconds is what it was. Right. Dude, Ahsoka, it was literally like the, Ahsoka was the least interesting character on that show. Yeah. In yeah. my opinion, you know? Like, I, well, besides that kid, the Jason kid, fuck that kid. Uh. But uh, I mean, <laughs> it was just a lackluster finale. Uh, nothing Rosa happened. Like, Rosario like Dawson needs saber training, you know, or get a stunt double because that yeah. shit was slow oh, as fuck. I, I texted Sean that. <laughs> that was I was like, just put in a stump double. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it was exactly so what I slowly choreographed. I'm like, huh? You go here, I go here. You go here. Right. And then they're all running up the stairs with their lightsabers out, and I'm like, oh, this is stupid. <laughs> it was yeah. all very. It, it was, was. It was just very disappointing overall, and and the fact that people love this is upsetting because we're going to get more it. nothing burger shows because of it. Now it's like, oh, as long as we have ah, cameos, people are happy. I can bring this up. Now that you say that, so I just read an article today about uh, uh, Daredevil, the new one that's coming out supposedly. Yeah, and they said they they have axed everyone, and they're bringing in. It's going to be uh, they're hiring actual like <clears throat> TV people to to do it instead of movie people, so that it's more episodic and it's more that they. they they're going to try and have it like a TV show, you know, instead of fucking whatever they're doing. Marvel's been doing with this other shit. Is that so, decompressed or, or yeah. bad? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, but it's, it's bad for the different. original. Yeah. The original creative team just got axed. Yeah. Uh, they got, they, the writers, read this? directors, yeah. whoever. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they, they give them their walking papers. I didn't read, I didn't know that they, what, what their intentions were. I their just knew that they were going in a different direction. to make direction. it more like TV instead of fucking whatever the hell Disney's been trying what, to do. What they've been doing is what I've been saying, which is decompressed. Yeah. Well, it's decompressed storytelling, whether it's movie or TV show. It, it's so decompressed though, that nothing is happening from episode to episode. And, you know, it's like, I, I've been saying this about Ahsoka. I said, if you, every, the actual events of Ahsoka, the things that had any impact 
you could fit all that into th- about three episodes, about 90 minutes of storytelling of, of when it comes to things you that could have made a movie that happened. Yeah. It, right. And even then, though, it would have been an incredibly disappointing ending. Um, well, because, because like I said, it was going to end on a cliffhanger because they're setting up the fucking movie. But and this is uh, and I think I was talking to Steve about this. or Maybe it was Logan. I don't remember. But this this is the problem with storytelling in, in both Marvel and the Star Wars universes. So th- this is uh, a Disney problem for the most part is so they, they have to be beholden to past lore. They have to be beholden to past canon events. So you have all that burden on you, but then your TV show, you're not a movie. So it seems like the pressure is then it's, it's well, we got, let's put out a TV show with a recognizable character or whatever, but we don't really want much to happen because we want to save that for the movie kind of thing. So there's, there's, these aren't passion projects. It's, it's just, it's literally just content at this point. It's like, it's a star Wars show. It's got a Soka's name slapped on it. She's in the show, but None of it is of consequence and, and, there, and there's barely anything happening, but they, they want to have content, but there's, it, it felt like they went to Dave Filoni and said, we'd love to do a show with Ahsoka. Do you have an idea? And he was just like, sure. Yeah. Okay. I can. Yup. I sure do. And then went home and wrote it. And then they were like, oh no, no, you can't have her fighting Thrawn at the end. We're going to save him for a movie or whatever. Oh, okay. So Yeah. Go, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. they can't do anything in these shows yeah. apparently. And it, so it's, it's almost pointless. It just becomes a bunch. Of, and th- then they introduce new characters and they don't even kill them off or anything. <laughs> They're just... And they, they don't even have an arc like the, uh, what's Balin Skull and Sadi. What the hell were they even in this show for? Like, you know what I mean? Like they, they when it ended, they were just in the other galaxy. Wait, what, what was the point of that? Pointless, utter pointlessness. Yeah, frustration. Nothing, and nothing happened. And then well, they and just. And then Filoni had to, like, you know, he had people like, well, nobody's seen Rebels. So you have to, you have to make it so that people that haven't seen Rebels understand. But then also throwing people that have seen Rebels. It's like, dude, he was stuck in a hard place. I don't know. But it, hey, look at the, look at the Marvel movies that were, are the, the the series on Netflix it worked because they didn't have to tie in anything, you know what I right. mean? They just yeah. they could they took the character and they ran yeah. with they, it. I would still argue they there was some decompression there too. They clearly oh, yeah, had contracts sure. for a certain number of episodes, yeah, which can also make for long drawn out storytelling too. That's another downfall if you don't have. Uh, so you you do get filler episodes and whatnot. Yeah, it's, that was it, TV is just frustrating in general, and like that's it's one of the reasons I'm not a big TV guy. It's just that they have you you know it, it's rare that you get a Sopranos or a Breaking Bad or something or even a Mandalorian where it it actually you know it seems like they had a, a good idea from start to finish as opposed to be, you know being like oh well I don't know I'm out of ideas we just got to get them from here to there let's just do an episode where Anakin shows up and people well, love that shit the guy that did the the boys I, I forget whatever he did Supernatural. And Supernatural had 23 episodes. They did a great job of like telling an arc story for the season, but they also had episodes that might not have anything to do with the arc that were entertaining by themselves. You know what I mean? And yeah. that, that's my best example of how you it can work if you do it right. But it, you know, not too many people obviously can do it. I wouldn't have been yeah. half as mad as I was with the show if they would have had better fucking fight scenes. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> 
I would have still been upset, even Steve, even with better. I fight said scenes. I said Steve, half as bad. You want you wanted a love story. That's not, what you want. Not in Ahsoka. I wanted a love. Oh, speaking of, we wait re-watched. a minute. Oh, it's fight wait, No, I forgot to say while Sean was down here, we rewatched Matrix Resurrections, and I have to admit it wasn't as bad as I remember it being when he was down here because I watched it with you. Yeah, that's right. When Sean was down yeah. here, yeah, and. Yes, um, there it was wasn't some as things. bad of a movie as I. Remember. I was. I remember being pissed off that Neo didn't do any weapons and everything, but he didn't need to. And he did. They did show him progressing with the smaller, like force bubble or whatever you call it, the force push or whatever. And they showed that building up to the end where he really goes off with his force push or whatever. So it wasn't as bad. But the ending was the the Trinity holding in the air was still god awful, and that's just that's irredeemable. You can't. There's nothing you can the, do. The Trinity stuff was bad. There's the or the Trinity, not Trinity stuff. Trinity was great. The Trinity discovering she can fly was that yeah. the whole broken harness rig. Yeah, that, that yeah. scene in particular is that's the, what I'm talking about. Bad Trinity. You stuff. think that like, was a budget? You think? I don't no, think they I, had I feel the like budget. it was just a choice. They really? dude, they had a good budget, like. If you watch that movie, it looks phenomenal. Like the, if if you watch it on like say a 4K Blu-ray, not streaming, Steve. Um, the lighting and everything in that movie, like they they had a budget for sure, and yeah. and it looked great just, when they smashed that car and then they ramped it with the motorcycle. Like, oh, that looks sweet. It's just when yeah. it came down to Trinity pulling Neo up, it just looked like and, dog again. Shit. All they had to do was just show him flying or, or show him falling. And then show her whoosh up into the air. That you know what I mean? That's that's all you had to and she could have been carrying Neo, it'd been fine. But that that whole scene, it's probably not even a minute long, but it feels like about 10 minutes where she's just <laughs> looks like she's hanging from a broken r- harness in the air, like, oh. <laughs> and like your little feet are kicking, you know, because again, it just looks like a broken harness. It looks terrible. I don't know why that was the choice, but it man, it, it really Really the, brings that whole movie down. The, but the whole the, movie is good, in my opinion. The story was better than I remembered it <clears throat> watching it the first time. You know what I mean? The plot, and yeah. everything. It it seemed to yeah. it made more sense the second time. I'm glad. I you, think it was I'm really actually, well done and clever. Yeah. Wait, wait. What'd you say? I want to hear that again. What's that? What'd you I'm, say, Rob? What I'm was glad you said? had us rewatch it. Okay, I, I dude, I'll, I'll, sure. I'll, I'll admit, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm glad. You, I'm not I'm like a big Matrix fan, like Knucklehead over there. Yeah. As, as you look behind him, his head. No, I'm, I'm glad we rewatched it too because my five out of ten went to a seven out of ten. So that's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I, I go as high as a seven and a half. Even um, it's, I wanted to kick Niobe in the head the whole time. And you know, just that <laughs> stuff at the end with her holding Neo. But I mean, it was not as bad as I thought it was. I did. Yeah. I did stay up all night and watch it. And right before I had to go to work at six in the morning. So, I mean, that had something to do with it, but the, the first time you watched it, you're right. The first time. And yeah. And it's, and yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't hold up compared to the original trilogy because uh, the, to me, I, I love the martial arts scenes. That was a huge part of the Matrix for me. So the the lack of choreographed fighting, and there and there still are decent fight scenes. The one on the train is okay, and then the one in that abandoned dojo. building with the the dojo. Oh, the dojo's too. good. They, but, they um, threw that in there just so he could have some kicks and everything, you know, right? Because they knew they weren't going to do that at the end. I'm, I'm assuming, and it, and so it made sense to... from a a story perspective that he would use, you know, 
his matrix powers or whatever. It, right. it did make sense, but I still just want to see martial arts. It, it does, Yeah, exactly. It makes sense. He doesn't need to use guns because he can stop bullets. There's no reason right. for him to use guns. I get it. I still want to see guns. <laughs> I want to see guns. I want to see martial arts. It's, uh, well, you see him but, at the airport, buddy. <laughs> yeah. And I see him in John Wick, too. So I just pretend like that's uh, the Matrix. Speaking of John Wick, did anybody watch The Continental? I did. No, I did. Yet. I enjoyed it. Do you like I it, I did, Ralph? too. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I got to check it out still. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I haven't watched the second episode yet. It was better than any... Star Wars shit I've watched on television. <laughs> and John Wick 4 was was good, too. John, dude, all the John Wicks are so good. Mm-hmm. I think 2 is probably the weakest, in my opinion. But I, I like them all, overall. And the fourth one was amazingly good for a fourth movie in a franchise. Was really good. All right, sorry, sorry I derailed. Back to Ahsoka. So we... What are we giving this? I'm like 5 out of 10 on Ahsoka. Uh, I don't even want to rate it. I gotta give it like a 4, man. I was so disappointed. Yeah. Even even the high beat, you know, even even the, the stuff I liked again, uh, seeing as I thought everybody they cast as live action versions, Hera, Sabine and Ezra. I thought they were all great. They all fit their their roles really well. Um, oh, it's, uh, Sabine took her helmet off multiple times again. And the- that was so stupid I, it's, in combat. She would just let her helmet get taken off and then continue fight. And then at the end of combat, she'd be like, let me grab my helmet. Like, <laughs> I feel like you should have kept that on. But OK, Um <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for the Mandalorian to go down a route where they give him a reason to leave his helmet off all, all the time. And then I'm just going to be like, and I'm done. I'm fucking done. But you, here's the whole reason I don't think they'll do that. So you guys may or may not know this, but the Mandalorian is portrayed by three different people. You have Pedro Pascal, who does the voice work and some of the live action stuff. You have uh, like a martial arts guy. Uh, like He's like a stunt guy. He portrays him a lot. And there's another guy, like another uh, a white dude who does. I think he's also a stuntman. But basically, it, it works to their benefit because, one, they don't have to pay Pedro Pascal for every single episode except for maybe voice work and stuff. Um, but because he's portrayed by three different people and two of them are basically unknown guys, that probably keeps the budget down. So I'm hoping that Disney wants to keep doing that. So hopefully we'll never see the Mandalorian just running around without his helmet all the time, because then they'd have to pay Pedro Pascal or at least pay him for his digital likeness. Cause who knows? They probably just do a digital version of him at this point. They don't give a shit. Uh, but yeah, the, the Sabine and taken with their helmet off and stuff. Well, annoying. There's a lot, a lot of little annoying stuff that that's not what I'm really mad about though. It's, it's just more the, the lack of having a story to tell, you know, I'm watching this stuff because I'm going to, they know they, they made the show for people like me, actually the people who will just watch this stuff. Like they have no other choice because it's star Wars. So I'm going to keep watching your star Wars content. And then, but then it turned out that there, there's a whole subset of fans that actually are, are really into just seeing cameos all the fucking time. Yeah. It's and huge. I, it's I'm like, not that level of fan. It's like 75, 25 from what I pulled from the comment section. I was like, yeah, Dang, everybody loves, they're all fucking blowing a load over this. I'm yes. like, I don't understand. Nothing happened. <laughs> right. Absolutely nothing what, what happened. What are you so and, excited about? Yeah. And like you were saying, the two new characters, you know, like Balin and and, and whatever her name is. I like them. Satin, Satine, just, what's her name? I don't know yeah. what they did. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Nothing happened with them, you know? And now I, I still now, don't know what one dude's to. dead. Now the one dude's dead. So I don't know what they're doing now. But everybody, a lot of people liked it. 
I was like, okay. So they, they did do the Mortis God statues at the end. Yeah. Which again, I mean, it's a cool reference to Rebels. I did really like the, or maybe it was Clone Wars, actually. I think it was Clone Wars that they did the Mortis Gods. Yep. Um, well, and, and they did them in Rebels, too. They went a little they, further. Okay. But I, I'm not, I'm just not really into that whole mystical angle of Star Wars, though. That That's probably the least interesting stuff to me is when you start bringing gods into it. Um, it was interesting to watch in Clone Wars. I don't need a whole movie of that shit or TV show if that's what mm-hmm. they're hinting at. I enjoyed the Force uh, leap or whatever. She helped him out, leap onto the yeah. um, star destroyer. I and that. Ezra was great once he he got he finally got a lightsaber that made me happy. Yeah, um, and he was at, he he did a good job with it too. Um, it's just Rosario Dawson is not great for that kind of stuff, and because Ahsoka Tano is such a you know makeup and prosthetics. I just see no reason just just do wide shots and put a stunt double in there, right? You know, and then zoom in for the you know, when, when they do like the, the blade clashes where they're holding them in place and stuff, but you just get somebody else in there. Cause Diana Lee in the, the woman who played, uh, Morgan Elspeth, she's been a martial artist her whole life and it shows, <laughs> you yeah. know, like she's, she's probably got 10, 15 years or more on, on Rosario Dawson. And it's like, Oh, she's going to kick her ass. I hate to <laughs> like see her she, go. She, <laughs> yeah. She, she really putting in the believable shit. Um, yeah, and yeah, like, it was like just you said, Ezra, you could tell Ezra just looked better with a lightsaber. He looked more relaxed, more fluid. Other, yeah. Everybody else looked like stiffs. Uh, so disappointing overall. So uh, other show, uh, the first episode of Loki season two. Everybody watch that. Mm-hmm. So I, I really liked this episode. I'm not. He, you know, I've been skipping a lot of Marvel stuff because I, I generally just lost interest. Um, Loki is not one of my favorite characters or anything. I did enjoy season one. I thought season two opened strong and I, I enjoyed it. I'll, I'm looking forward to season to episode two. I love yeah. the time. I love the time slipping. What'd you guys think? I freaking yeah, I thought that fine. was great. <laughs> Quality TV. Yeah. I uh, love, I love, had- uh, the OB guy, like periodically being uploaded with new memories that were happening in the past. And they were just getting to him in the and they present. showed it in the present. Yeah, yeah I yeah. thought that was really neat, man. <laughs> and, and I the, love Owen Wilson. The, uh, I've, I've loved him since. I was going to say the so. dynamic with Hiddleston and and Wilson is really good. I mean, the dialogue yeah. and everything they they work well together. And that was and great, Obi. Yeah, yeah, like, that was a great scene where they were all working together at the end to get him in before the blast doors close. It was intense. Yeah. It was intense, man. I was wondering I, I, how he's going to get it, get there in time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, who pruned Loki? Who pruned Loki? From- I feel like it was just another Loki. I don't know. You think? I, I mean, I, that's my we guess. Don't know. It's it's not based in anything other than a random guess, though. So don't take that as uh, like I have some sort. I've done it. I've done zero research. I just. But it's also, I, I feel like that one guard was real shady too, though. That one guy. Yeah, that worked, there was a lot of him, wasn't there? The yeah, big tall guy. Something, yeah. Yeah. The, the one, whatever he's called, I forget, worked for the TVA. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Like they got I, something he, going on there, their own agenda. That, yeah. Well, they all were going through and we were like, where, you know, they were like, where are all, everybody going there? I think that's misdirection, though. I don't think it's going to be anything. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to cover all the plot holes when it's entertaining. But so, but I, I I enjoyed it. I'm 
excited to watch more. I was disappointed to find out that it does not come out on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it, I assumed it did. Did it come? When did it come out last week? It came out well, on the Thursday. Reason why Thursday. Thursdays because Ahsoka was still going on, and then they had they had the first episode of Loki before I think Ahsoka ended, and then Loki started. Oh, okay. So it's so on Thursdays, right? Yeah. Okay. Thursday Thursday nights. Did you see the post credit scene with Sylvie? Yes. Okay. In the McDonald's. Yes. <laughs> that oak that town in Oklahoma or whatever. I guess from what I was reading, that's where uh, Thor set up New Asgard in the comics or something. Oh, uh, okay. So uh, that was okay, a little e- sure. little Easter egg. I thought was kind of cool that I read. Mm-hmm. But uh, man, that show was great. I really enjoyed that show a lot. I can't wait till this next episode. Yeah, and it, as somebody who's not invested in the mcu right now i i enjoyed it so that's that's pretty good yeah, yeah. stuff happened things happened stuff happened. Uh, started off with a bang uh unlike ahsoka uh where nothing happened for eight entire episodes uh, you, we had an eventful episode you liked the first season of loki right yeah I, I did i enjoyed it i did too i don't it's nothing i felt i felt like i had to rewatch or anything i wasn't super into it but i definitely enjoyed it um Again, there's always that part of me that's just not really into multiversal stuff, but they're doing a good job with it as far as the storytelling element goes. So, uh, I thought they I'm, did a good I'm, job I mean, explaining it to me because usually I get lost on stuff like that, but I followed everything. Well, I had to look up Renslayer. I couldn't remember who that was. It was mm-hmm. uh, like the, the black lady who was in charge of the, the TVA or something mm-hmm. um, who like issued all the orders. Uh, and then who's the again, other, who's the it. other one B15 or something like that she was in the yeah well she's season. like a she's one of like the the soldiers or enforcers or whatever but yeah I don't remember her name um I don't remember a lot about it because I didn't rewatch it but so I, I did enjoy it though have you heard anything about uh Kang like what are they doing with this I well from what I understand they filmed his stuff. I mean, I, I believe he's in this series. Okay. Uh, but... Which is like, which goes back to the, the hypocrisy of corporations, how that they, they always <laughs> want to separate themselves anytime. Uh, one, one of their, uh, one of their employees Properties is doing good. Well, well, no, they want to separate themselves. when One of their employees ends up on the, on the front page for, for something bad, you know, <laughs> uh, for, you know, abuse, sexual abuse, whatever it is. Uh, this time, Disney didn't really have anything to say about this guy because they'd already filmed his shit and they didn't want to refilm his shit from what I, I'm guessing. They were just like, well, just shut up. And meanwhile, I'm like, that's all corporations ever had to do is just shut the fuck up. <laughs> right? Like, people don't, I don't expect corporations to come out. The, corporations aren't moral. All they do is take advantage of people. So you don't need to come out and be like, we stand with our LGBTQ allies and blah, blah, blah. No, you don't. You don't fucking care. <laughs> right? You're a corporation. <laughs> right. You just think this will bring you more money. And then Budweiser did it. And they're like, oh shit, we should not have stood <laughs> with our LGBTQ community. It <laughs> fucked us royally. Like that. Just, just shut up. Just shut the fuck up corporations don't need to take moral stances this isn't this isn't fucking idiocracy <laughs> carl's jr is not going to adopt your child did i tell if, you if you're a bad parent did i tell you i was talking to one of the bud light vendors at, at work and he was like dude bud light sales have tanked you know yeah i think they are not coming back anytime soon but he was like but you know what's the number one beer <laughs> it was uh Modelo, which is owned by Budweiser. <laughs> so right. People that, started buying a different beer. They don't even know it's from the same company. Same company. <laughs> they don't idiot. do the research, dude. They don't do the research. Uh, ever. I was just laughing my ass off. 
But yeah, I mean, corporations don't give a fuck. Just release the shit, you know? If people don't want to watch yeah. it, they won't stop, watch it. Stop coming out with moral stances. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Right. We know you don't actually care. Right. We you're know just adopting you're evil. whatever is currently... Like I said, if the current moral outrage was literally like... Uh, if, if it was people... If it was like the KKK all of a sudden became popular, they'd be like, we're with our KKK brothers. We support racism. Like that. You know what I mean? Like that's all they do. They don't give a shit what the actual message is. They're just going to support whatever they think is popular at the time. They don't fucking care. Right. They're just looking at their bottom line. How is this going to affect this? If if they think outright racism will sell more beer, they'll do that. You know, which (laughs) Bud Light, that's pretty much what they have to do at this point. Just come out, be totally racist be totally sexist, transphobic. Um, and then they'll sell, maybe they'll sell more beer. Maybe they'll get some more Bud Light in people's hands, but they really didn't know their audience there, which is shocking to me. It's like, do you not know who you not see who's drinking Bud Light? <laughs> <laughs> I heard hockey. Not, I, I guess they used to have an LGBTQ uh, night at the hockey games now. And they're getting rid of that. Cause I guess some players spoke up or something. So they're like, you can shit. They're they're like, you, you can still wear your stuff to the game, but we're not going to have, make it a night or something like that. I was like, okay, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) People that so insecure with themselves. I swear to God. They care so much about stuff that doesn't impact their lives. Yeah. Whatsoever. So, so, uh, so you said they did film everything and they're going to release everything for Loki. As far as I know. Yeah. They, they already filmed all his stuff. Um, so I'm I'm excited for this Loki series. I am having so much fun. First season. I love this season is off to a great start. I'm, Uh, I'm looking (laughs) at Marvel TV, like the Browns. I'm not going to get super excited. I, I, they fooled me too many times. <laughs> Dude, I dropped right? like $1,500 on those tickets for everybody to go last week. And the Ravens just dismantled us. I was like, ah. Uh. Dude, I'll tell you what. Lamar Jackson looked good that game. He <laughs> yeah. was throwing dimes, man. And I was just, dude, I was buying, I was buying beer. I was buying merchandise, dude. I probably, I spent so much money there. And they got their ass freaking beat. But the kids seem to have a great time, so it was like Don pulled out a gun. Don pulled out a gun. I mean, it was a, <laughs> it was a wild fucking week, man. Start blasting caps off. People were running. <laughs> Got to move up a few rows. Oh my <laughs> god! Oh man, dude, I know why they tell you to show up early at the airport. Because man, on the way home, I went. To, I was flying out of Cleveland. I got there an hour and a half early. And that line to get through security was out the fucking door, man. Like we barely wow. made it. Like we made it to the gate just as they were boarding. Sunday morning, wow. bro. Sunday dude, morning. It was, everybody I was like, dude, back. I'm here an hour and a fucking half. And like we didn't get, you know, we didn't have a gun this time. So we didn't get slowed up at all. It was just waiting in line. Well, that's the whole thing is. I mean, people make fun of me because I do like to get to the airport 90 minutes to two hours early. I know. It, and everybody's like, ha. And, and you're and sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it's 20 minutes and I'm sitting at my gate now for the. But I'd rather I'd rather sit at my gate for the next 90 minutes. I'm with and you. Stand dude. in line I looking at my so... watch going, God damn it. What mm-hmm. did somebody bring a fucking gun? What's going on up there? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't want to be that guy. Right. So that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, I'm so that guy. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> that I'm, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, like before leaving the Cleveland, I was like, did I really need to get up an hour and a half early? I mean, yes. come on, we could I could just show yeah. up to the gate like 30 minutes before. Nope. Never again. I'm always you, you never early. Know, because you don't know because you're always just thinking of your own flight. You don't know what other flights are leaving at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, you, there's so many airlines there. So all of a sudden there could be 16 flights leaving between four and four thirty or whatever. And all those people show up at the same time. You got the people running late. You got the people super early. They don't have the enough TSA kind of, agents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a problem, too. They need to hire some more. But, I, I, was, uh, I was just very happy. I'd rather be the early guy. I'll be the I'll be the dad that gets memed because I, I show up too fucking early to the airport. I'm, I'd rather, much rather be that guy. Than oh, be are the you guy a who's boomer just, like me? Dude, when it comes to getting to the airport, hell yes. You sound I, like uh, it. I, I do not like the idea of... Dude, I ran through an airport once. It was LAX. I, I just, I don't I never want to do that again. It wasn't my fault, but because we had like limo service to the airport was when I won that contest or whatever. Um, and it was because I was one of a, a many contest winners. They, the, the limo that picked us up and dropped us off. I think there were like three or four people in our limo all going to different, you know, different flights. My flight initially, I was going to be sitting at the airport for 11 hours when I got to the airport, but then I go up to the kiosk and this was like almost 20 years ago now, 17 years ago. So you, you, it, what you didn't have, like we didn't have smartphones. So you didn't have your pass on your phone. You had to go up to a kiosk still. So I go up to a kiosk to check in and it's like, Hey, there's a flight leaving in a half hour to Cleveland or something. Do you want to take that? It's 25 bucks. Actually. And my flight was all paid for, but I was like for 25, and I, there's a, they actually had manned people at the counter back then. So I asked <laughs> the lady at the counter, if I buy this ticket, do you think I'll make it to the fucking, to the gate? And she's like, Oh yeah, you'll make it. It was, it's like literally like 30 minutes or something. And I hadn't even, you know, I just gotten to the airport, hadn't been through security yet. So I was literally, and I, I didn't know LAX. So I'm just running through the fucking airport trying to, and I made it, but I, I don't like that feeling though. Um, Did you at least have one of those walking escalators so you could speed up during? I, I don't even remember. Probably there's the, the people movers. Yeah, um, as Maggie those things calls are, them. those things are nice. Yeah. I think my wife was genuine, genuinely shocked. Like when I called her, I'm like, we're in Memphis. Like I, I did it. I got the kids and myself <laughs> to Memphis by myself, you know, like, without her. Like I was, I was quite proud of myself and it almost didn't happen because we were taking well, a restroom break. And I think it was like 30 minutes before we were supposed to leave or something like that. And I was like, let's go get something to eat. And Brooklyn was like, no, they said they were boarding. <laughs> like I didn't even hear it. Brooklyn heard it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, Jesus uh, Christ. so my daughter probably saved me. So yeah, you should have been like, not only did I do it, I didn't have any guns this time. So <laughs> the, who's the common denominator here, Kristen? <laughs> Kristen flew for a conference, a uh, work conference a week before, and she had a pocket knife in her bag. She didn't know about. So she got, she was that guy twice in, in three weeks. Man, she's a problem traveler. Jesus fucking Christ. Right, exactly. They're going to flag her at some point. <laughs> she's like, this chick is always bringing weapons. She's already flagged. <laughs> they got people posted out front in a van watching us now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, Jesus. Transformers. Transformers, baby. All right, Transformers, War for Cybertron, Siege. Uh, so season one of a three-part trilogy. 
Um, it's like Siege. I forget the next one, and then Earthrise or something. Anyway, I think you watch Siege. Uh, six episodes. This was uh, written by uh, Rooster Teeth, and if you don't know who that is, you might know them from uh, a little web series back in the day called Red versus Blue. Oh, uh, yeah. They it, they took the Halo engine and made really funny videos online pre pre YouTube era even. Um, that they were really entertaining just using the multiplayer from Halo one and wrote really funny dialogue. And so anybody who was into Halo back then inevitably got into red versus blue. I, I still have I, a first few seasons on DVD somewhere, uh, really funny stuff, but they're still around their, uh, you know, production house and they, they did this, uh, transformer series for Netflix and it's all CGI. And I thought it looked fantastic. Um, like uh, the Transformers look great. Uh, the voice actors they hired were great. They, I don't think it was Peter Cullen or whatever, but they got a guy that was very similar that had a very, you know, mimicked his delivery and stuff. Um, and w- the main thing I love about this whole, and I've watched the entire series before. I, I, I didn't rewatch the whole series recently. Um, I just watched the first six episodes, but I just love that the whole thing is about the Transformers. There's no wit- wikis. There, there's no, there's no humans. Wick, you don't wikis. need humans to tell Wick, a transformer story, and which is something I've been screaming forever. And they finally made one, and I'm like, oh, it's the best transformers because there's no fucking humans. They're focusing on the transformers. We don't need humans here. It's not necessary. Um, and so I really enjoyed it. They had my boy Jetfire in it, dude. And they told his story how he went from Decepticon to Autobot, dude. Uh, I, I went, went. I, I remember shitting on you for picking this last podcast. Sure did. And I, dude, I, I fucking loved it. And when you said Jetfire, I was like, Red Alert used to be my favorite Transformer. Now I'm like, give me some Jetfire, dude. I was looking on eBay. Yeah. They they had a Jetfire. It was, like, <laughs> it was like $700. And shit. I was like, I didn't. Now that sword, is that something new in the show? Or did he have a sword in like, Cause I didn't fire Optimus prime. Who are you talking jet about? Jetfire. I didn't oh. see it. I didn't see a sword in the package. I've, Transformer I've never package. seen. I don't think I've ever, I don't know a lot about transformers to be honest, but toy wise, I don't think I've seen the sword before. Okay. Cause Jetfire was like, I was like, dude, this dude is badass, man. I'm like, and he's hey. giant. The toy is giant too, which I've always loved. Yeah. Um, he's a lot bigger than it. I can watch a transformer transform. In and out of a battle, like I'll watch that all day. I am, I'm, I'm here for that. Like when you're in a battle and you're transforming, and then you're going back to the the plane or the ship, right, right, the jet or the car, and then you come out of the car and then you're using the sword, and then you're back to the car. I watch that shit all day, dude. Yeah, and then you get like Rob said, you get the sound, you know. I can't. I can never do anything close to the sound. But yeah, everybody knows the transforming sound. They even used it in the Michael Bay movies. But uh. Dude, this is Transformers done right, in my opinion, though. Much, much better than the Michael Bay shit. And stuff, of, even though it's, I, it, it doesn't skew towards adults, but I definitely think it, it was definitely meant for more mature viewers than your typical, you know, seven to, you know, five to ten year olds or whatever they usually make these cartoons for. Yeah. I felt like this was definitely a little bit more mature. You got Transformers actually got fucking killed. I mean, which, you know, they, they did in the movie and stuff, but it's not something you really see a lot. Um, they like, had a mom. They made pikes dude <laughs> yeah well dude ultra magnus i was like whoa that was that was quite an arc for him man like yeah <clears throat> uh, 
And you get, is this, was this an origin story to the movies or? No, it's its own thing. It's just, it's as they created their own. It's war for Cybertron. They took elements from past, you know, shows and comics and toy lines and stuff, but I don't think it's meant to fit in any, I think it's its own um, reality or its own, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Somebody help me out here. What's the word? It's on the tip of my tongue. It's, that it's I can't, own anyway. property. It's on, it's on, it's, but it's, um, I'll, I'll figure, I'll blurt it out in like five minutes when it hits me. But anyway, but, the it, first, but it's its own thing though. The first movie that all spark was on earth, right? Or something. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that was the premise of the, the original Bay. cartoon. Oh, the Michael Bay thing. Yeah. Um, <coughs> all spark was on earth, but even, even the original cartoon, I think, I think they came to earth just because Cybertron was destroyed at that point. And that's something they're like leading up to with this show. So it is a retelling of stuff, but I don't think it fits into any other like timeline. It's its own origin story type deal thing. Yeah. That was, it's not true. Yeah. That was like Bumblebee before he was an Autobot. So that was right. Okay. Here's my only problem with the cartoon. Why are they cars? They haven't been to earth yet. (laughs) <laughs> so this was a discussion Rob and I had a few weeks ago after we watched it. And there, there's, these are the issues I've always had with Transformers. Like, because <laughs> Logan asked me, because I told Logan, I was like, I'd love to write a Masters of the Universe movie or show or something. And he's like, why don't you work on something cool like Transformers? And I was like, I'll tell you why. I've actually thought about Transformers. And once I start, because of the, just the way my brain works, once I start thinking about Transformers, they're, yeah. they're just absurd. Yes. They're machines. So how are they born slash created? Uh, secondly, why do they die if they could just be repaired? Um, and then, like Rob said, why do they look like human, you know, vehicles? Trucks yeah, and, and in vehicles when they're on a planet that is has nothing to do with Earth. There's just and it, all all this obviously just goes back to the fact that it was a toy line <laughs> made for kids, but. In universe explanations, I'm just very confused by the whole thing. How are Transformers made or born or created? Do that, they do they fuck? Do they not like how, what that, happens? Do that, they lay Transformer eggs? It's very. How do they have gender? <laughs> it's very. It's very simple. Right. In, in any in any universe, the first thing you know, they'll start with fire, and then they're going to create the wheel, and then after that, it you know, wheel. What do you do with the wheel? You build a fucking chassis on top of that bitch. <laughs> But where do they even come from? Like, they talk about like a source or something, maybe. Um, But like, I don't, I just don't like Rob's it. How, how do they establish gender? Um, What it's, it's, there's just too much. There's too much of that shit that occupies my brain space (laughs) that I don't know that I'd be a good transformer. Man, I can't, I like, they're not, they're (laughs) non-binary, which would make sense. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they all have their own personalities, their own voices, all these different traits. And again, I, the real world reason is just, oh, it was something created to sell toys to kids. So, and plus it was pulled from like 11, 11 different fucking toy lines. That's why everything's out of scale with each other. Like when you go back to the original Transformers toys, you had like Optimus Prime was, I don't know, maybe seven or eight inches tall in robot form. And then like a year or two later, you had Blaster, who was a boombox. And he just towers over Optus Prime. It's like, how big is that fucking boombox? <laughs> what, it, it, like, it, that was all scale issues. But even as a kid, I thought about this stuff. Yeah. Um, because, it, it, <laughs> again, just... the reason was, and I didn't know this at the time, but the reason was, is they were literally pulling from all these different Japanese toy lines, Di- Diaclone, Micromasters, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were just kind of mashing them all together. So you'd get, like, 
you, you know, Megatron turns into a handgun the size of the White House, apparently. I don't know. They just but copied also, the shit that was selling over there. Yeah, well, you I saw that. No, they just bought it. They literally just oh, bought it. Oh, did they buy it? it? And, and yeah, re, I couldn't remember. Yeah, they, and they bought it and rebranded it, basically. Yeah. There, there are multiple toy brands and lines. Yeah. Oh, like I said, Diaclone and, and Micro Men or Micro Masters or something were like the two main ones. But I think there were even more than that. They were just like, if it transformed, they fucking bought it. Hasbro brought it, bought it and, you know, put a... Put Dude. a little Autobot or Decepticon sticker and on they it. Made why, the cartoon. Did, why did you guys have to present me with this information? Because now I'm, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about... Think of it right away. Because <laughs> it's me, dude. I don't... I, you, you guys take the logical next step. I'm off in Never Neverland. Right now I'm thinking about like a fucking transformer with a womb and a baby in a womb. The first and like, guy. Do, do you ever... Do you even have... Are there baby transformers? Have you ever seen right. a baby transformer? We don't good know. Question. What the it's a fuck? Good question. Dude, the first episode, I was like, why is he a fucking truck? He hadn't been to Earth yet. That was it bothered the hell out of me. Watch it took me two to three episodes to get just like wipe my brain. I was like, okay, I just gotta get over this. And I, I enjoyed it a little more after the yeah. first, the first three episodes. I had so many questions. And it was bugging the hell out of me. Now, now, see, that doesn't hit me that like I can enjoy Transformers. Like I said, yeah. I didn't really. It took me three episodes. I swear to you. Did, I, they didn't hit me until like I, th- I did think about like, how would I write a Transformers? And this one I thought about like after watching like the third or fourth Michael Bay movie. And I'm just like, and I was like, dude, what would I do differently? And that's when my brain just went down its own rabbit hole where it's like, where do these fuckers even come from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so, but it doesn't impair my enjoyment of, for watching this. Like it, I don't have these questions when I'm watching, I'm just watching. There's cool characters. Oh um, uh, no, I did. I can't. All, so, right, all right. So you take cars away, you take guns away, you take tanks away, you take, uh, planes away. What are they transforming into? Well, <laughs> right. A picnic uh, yeah, basket? I don't know. I don't know. That's, What's that, the point of even transforming? But there's no point for them to even transform right, on that planet. Because they're already beings. That's but it, But you could look at it as it's utilitarian. It's a survival thing. You know, the way, you know, a lot of animals blend in with their environment. You know, chameleons kind of change color supposedly to blend in. So it could be something like that. It's just something, inher- an inherent trait. Um, but... And, and you did see them uh, in that Bi- Michael Bay movie. You saw them what they looked like before they copied something, right? So that made sense. That they did, makes they sense. Did yeah, make, yeah. I'm okay with that. But like Rob said, they hadn't been to Earth yet. So why the fuck are they a truck? Why does Optimus Prime look like a fucking semi, a back yeah. truck, or whatever? Yeah. Um, and they did. They do modify. I mean, he doesn't look directly like a Mack. Oh truck no, he looks like He's, a fucking truck. Well, no, he does. But I mean, they he's still roboticized to some extent, but yeah, if anybody sees that for a second, they're going to think it's a semi hmm. uh, and rightfully so. Um, I thought, Ultra but again, Magnus, I, I can get past all that. What's that? I thought ultra Magnus was Optimus prime for a second. Like they looked, alike. Oh, okay. they looked alike to me. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know who the fuck that was. I've never seen the movie. The they're Transformers both, movie. Well, here's the thing. So the, the Mac truck company, the one with the, like they have the dog ornament, right? That's that, Mac. Yeah. So they actually originated on Cybertron, it turns out. I read this in the, on the oh, Wikipedia page. Oh, okay, that so, makes sense. Then. Yeah. Oh, of course. All right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're the ones that copied them. <laughs> right, yeah. Mac, all right, Mac now it all makes sense. Earth, Earth copied, yeah. There you go. So we, oh, we could do that. Uh, but anyway, but aside, again, like I said, that doesn't, that's not something I really think about when I'm watching. It's just something when I, I thought about when I was like trying to think about something, anything better than the Michael Bay movies. 
But I, I thought they did, a, you know, they did a good job establishing relationships, character arcs, you know, the Starscream Megatron thing that, you know, Skywarp gets killed, Starscream steps in like they always have that, you know, Megatron and Starscream always have that push pull be- mechanic. Better, better character arc than Ahsoka. You know what? <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what character I didn't I like? I cared about the characters. <laughs> I, yeah. didn't, I didn't like Alita. Like she was always. Que- oh, really? She's always questioned Optimus. I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck <laughs> oh, up. I liked this it. Optimus Prime. I liked it though. Because- Every fucking five minutes. Man, are you sure <laughs> but- you want to do this? We can't do this. Shut up. <laughs> but but her arc after at the end of the show was she stayed behind. And good. Because yeah, of good. everything that she she was true to her character at the end. You know, yeah, Optimus yeah. is better without her. You leave her on that planet. <laughs> But also, and because I've seen the other two, I know that that does have an impact down the line, though, too. Um, it's not the last you see of Alita. It's not the last you see of Cybertron uh, in this series. Is, uh, I would recommend to keep watching it. I did enjoy it. Is, um, is, it, is Megatron terrifying to you guys? Because, like, he's... Oh, so, he's so evil in this. Right? He not, he's just, like, pure evil on this show. It's great. Dude, like, he is such and, a good it's villain. Funny, though, they try to give him that motivation, though, too, where, you know... you you understand why he broke off. Mm-hmm. Like it makes, it makes sense, but. And I was, just... I was with him too, like halfway right. through the show. And then I was like, okay, this guy has gone off well, the rails. I thought he kind of yes. progressed to evil. Cause he, he didn't want to hurt his friend. And then he kind of just, then he just took the dark path, man. Then he. Right. And it, yeah, it wasn't an instant switch, which was right. cool too. It wasn't, and, and it this... wasn't like. Anakin. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> the same when he visited the that uh section they were gonna shut down. You know, he like went yeah. checked it out and he's like, fuck it, kill him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was yeah, he, he was he was contemplating it, you know. But yeah, he was definitely formidable and evil and you could God, you, I hate you to know, say game- this. The fucking cartoon was better than fucking Ahsoka, man. Yeah. Dude, the cartoon was, was better than the fucking movies. Yeah, easily. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. why I wanted you guys. I was like, there is good Transformers shit out there. It's well written. It does exist. It's, yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was clearly written by, unlike Masters of the Universe, it was written by people who actually enjoyed the property. <laughs> they yeah. weren't like, okay, first thing we do, kill off Optimus Prime, make it about Alita. Um, right. That wasn't step one. With you right. know, instead they're like, hey, let's flesh out these relationships. Imagine if we did that and we made Alita gave her just as strong of a character as Optimus Prime and gave her her own path to go down. Imagine that Steve didn't like her particular path, but still, that's also good though too. Like, I mean, you're going to have strong, a well-written character. It's, I think, it's better that you have strong feelings about their behavior than you do about why are they here, what purpose do they serve. You know why she's there. You don't like it, but you understand it. Mm. So I don't like it when a woman tells a man what to do. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what I enjoyed was Mirage a lot. Like the way, yeah, he, the dude, way he... I've never really been a Mirage guy, but now I'm like, I was looking at the toys afterwards. I was like, dude, I love this guy. Yeah, and the way he camouflaged the whole space bridge and tried to hold it out as long as he could. Uh, yes, was, uh, dude. That, that every, every character, like you said, was it was real. Oh, wheel, well, Wheeljack, I think, is the other one I would really like too. Yeah, Wheeljack um, was cool. Now, who was you said Jetfire was your favorite Transformer? So it, yeah, it was so. And dude, I have very vivid memories. Like we would ride that bus and pick up uh, Joey Mangan in the mornings, and um, an, another uh, school friend who had a much better life to fight despite being a Seventh Day Adventist. Had more like, money. I remember he, <laughs> and I, well, yeah, everybody did. But uh, he, and he wasn't rich or anything. We saw the the place he stayed. But anyway, 
But he got on the bus one day with Jetfire. And I, I hadn't seen the show. I was aware of Transformers. I don't think I had really seen the show. And that was like the first Transformer I saw where I was like, whoa, this is fucking awesome. And uh, he just looked cool. He looks completely different. And that was actually based on... Uh, that was, again, because they were buying toys... For, or they're, they're buying toy lines from any Japanese company who made something that transformed. They bought this design was actually for a show in Japan called Macross, better known in America as Robotech. So the original oh, nice. Jetfire actually looks like a Veritech fighter from the Robotech series. And which uh, I don't, th- I can't remember if I had seen Robotech yet or not. Um, so I didn't, uh, but I, whichever one I saw first, I, whichever one I saw second, I was like, Hey, this looks like that other thing. Um, so Jetfire has changed a lot. And it also, he was called Skyfire over here for a while. I don't know what's going on with that, but, um, but yeah, I've always, ever since that introduction, he he was huge too. He was like a big figure. Um, ever since that introduction to Jetfire, I've always thought he was cool. And and then his story has always been, he was like friends with Starscream. And then he ended up, you know, he was like, wait a minute. I did think it was kind of, they were kind of pushing a little bit because they kind of gave him like evil voice at first. And then they were like, when he became an Autobot, all of a sudden he kind of lost that Starscream kind of hiss to his voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that wasn't really necessary to give him a hiss to his voice. He could always just talk normal. I, um, yeah, I love Starscream, man. Uh, yeah. And and like I was saying, like Jetfire is my new favorite Transformer. But it, it was Red Alert. And I sent you guys a picture of one, I think it was Christmas uh, one time. Mom and dad got Rob and I both transformers and I got the, the picture I sent you, his name's hoist. And I do remember you having this and Rob got red alert and red alert was like a Lamborghini, you know, a medical Lamborghini. Yeah. 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 And I got, he's like, Oh, he's yeah. Yeah. And I got hoist. Sorry. I got hoist this truck, a uh, construction truck or something. And I just, you know, because I'm a spoiled fucking brat, you know, I started, I'm like, Rob, I don't want this one. Trade me. And of course, Rob's, <laughs> Rob's a good guy. So he gave, he gave me red alert. And then uh, Rob, Rob got hoist. <laughs> and Rob got hoist. And that's probably why Rob doesn't like Transformers is <laughs> because he had that shitty ass construction truck to play with. <laughs> I think it's a tow truck. I don't even, it looks it, maybe some kind I of tow truck. Tow, I don't know. I think it was a tow truck. Yeah. Uh, I do remember seeing that. And nobody remembers hoist. You sent that to me and I was just like, I remember seeing this. I have no idea who this is. though. Yeah, I had to look it up. I knew exactly what it looked like because I was like, fuck this. Why didn't I get the Lamborghini? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) The weird, like, ambulance Lamborghini. Isn't that what it was? Was was it kind of... Yeah. It was so weird. It was like, why would this be a medical vehicle? You could <laughs> right. barely fit like conscious people in this fucking thing. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> like, what it, was, it do? was, it was cool as fuck. And I was like, it's way <laughs> it better cool. than this shitty ass green truck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would give this on our four star scale. I love that we use like eight different grading scales on this show. Right. We uh, need to pick one right now and go with it. <laughs> Let's do let's do a five star scale. That way we can have. Go to, you want to go to a completely different one? So we use ten and four. That's now you want to go like. five? We're going five. <laughs> We're going five. Let's that way we can 10. have a three. All right, we'll do ten. We'll just do it out of ten. Um, I would give this like a seven and a half out of ten, maybe even an eight. Seven and a half to eight out of ten. Uh, I'm going higher. I'd go eight and a half. I really enjoyed this, and I didn't think I would. Nice. I really, like you said, they flushed out the characters. The stakes were incredibly high. I mean, I was yes. on the edge of my seat. I was like, "Are gonna? I know they get to Earth, so 
I know they, you know, get to the space bridge, but she even after watching. knowing, even after knowing all that, I still was on the edge of my seat. I did start the next episode. I just, I'm only halfway through. Nice. It gets weird. <sighs> Does it? Oh, you watched too, it yeah. all? Oh, nice. Yeah. Which is weird. Cause after three episodes, I was like, I can't watch this shit. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, fuck <laughs> it. I'll just keep watching. And it got better. Okay. I think I, I think I got all. Huh? Do you watch all 18 episodes? I watched the whole first season, whatever it was. No, no, I didn't watch. I started watching the second one and it got it with the heads and shit. And I was like, yeah, council or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. Oh yeah. What was up with that giant ass, the guardians or whatever. That was dude, cool. Omega Supreme, dude. I love Omega Supreme was another favorite of my he was a oh, giant that, transformer. That, that was an actual transformer, like mm. uh in, yeah, yeah. in the cartoon. Back in the day. Um dude, I, that thing was, I didn't awesome. see a lot of the cartoon. I remember mo- more of the toys than anything. Again, uh, friends who had the toys, but also the brochures that came with the Transformers. Because I really, you know, I didn't have access to the Transformers. My uh, some of my friends were kind enough to just give me the little mm-hmm. foldouts, and I would just <laughs> stare at the fucking Transformers, so I like I I would read about them and know them from that. Basically, Omega Supreme was like this giant like train rocket playset thing, and I just thought he just thought he looked so cool. So it was cool when he you know how they're supposed to be neutral, and in the end he ends up helping them out. And I was God. like, my oh, boy, Omega Supreme. I don't remember any of this shit. Like when I was watching, I was like, this is great, man. Dude, look up Omega Supreme. Like look up the playset. Like they have a new one. It came out, I think, because of the show. But even the original, you might—it was like yellow, brown, and red were the colors. Um, but it was again, it was just stuff I always, you know, just kind of fantasized about having. But it looked—he looked sweet. It was a giant playset back then. Yeah, that was like we were saying, much better than the movies or anything else. Yeah, and again, I I really liked the CGI look of the show. Like I thought it was a great. Um, you know, in between the cartoon and the movies, you know, they looked like the toys, which I appreciated instead of those uh, terrible Michael Bay designs. Um, <laughs> and then it it's also a Dolby Vision show. It looks fantastic. Just a fantastic looking show. It's just so sharp. Uh, 4K Dolby Vision. Uh, really, really cool show. <sighs> yeah. So now I have to buy Red Alert on eBay. So thanks. <laughs> Get me an Omega Supreme while you're there. <laughs> Sounds like That's, a burrito. I, I meant <laughs> Jeff <The> Quizardo Supreme. <laughs> Quizardo Supreme. <laughs> Quizardo. I'm buying Red Quizardo. Alert. I'm buying Jetfire. I'm buying all these motherfuckers now. Sorry, Kristen. Oh, yeah, boy. dude, they're fucking sweet, man. Um, Rob, what? Is, so, what was your overall score? Yeah, it's seven. Seven. Okay. Wow, I like um, this one the best, huh? Dude, I liked it a lot. I did. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I'll, yeah, I'll give it an eight overall. Uh, I thought it was, I mean, I, there were some elements I, I thought were a little slow is, is why, you know, it's not higher rated. Um, not every bit of dialogue was compelling necessarily, but it, it uh, overall up. it was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was solid characterization. Again, things actually happened. People you cared about actually died, made sacrifices, made bad choices and things like that. Just stuff you want to see in a story, basically. There was un- there was uh, un- it- there was undead Transformers too. Yeah, I was like, again, how, why does that? I don't even. What does that mean? How does that work? I don't know. <laughs> like, and, and, and do they procreate? I don't know. <laughs> right. These are questions that need answers. <laughs> so many questions when it comes to Transformers 
biology. Is it biology? What's it called? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, they're cybernetic organisms. So like, I, I don't even robology, but what is it called? Um, I don't know, but yeah, I'm going to be up all night thinking about this now. <laughs> I cannot was, believe was, you never like pondered that. That's just how I am. I don't go, if it's not right Steve in front of me, know. I don't expand my mind in any ways. I just take what's there's, in dude, front There's of nothing me. wrong with that. It, it makes, it makes enjoying things a lot easier for sure. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, the only, the only reason, I mean, there, there, I did have questions, a few questions as a kid, mostly to do with scale, you know, like again, why does, why is this boom box bigger than a <laughs> Mack truck? But, uh, uh, it, as an adult, it, that only came up because of the Michael Bay movies, because again, I, I just mentally was like, dude, it's gotta be, you, I, surely anybody could write a better Transformers Wick, movie Wicky. than this. With Wiki. You don't. They didn't involve humans or the U.S. military. Any of the things Michael Bay seems to think are essential to action movies, which you have the Transformers property and you're like, let's make it about Shia LaBeouf. And it's like, <laughs> no, no, like that's not not Transformers. Make it about the fucking Transformers. What a fucking idiot. What a moron. That dude's a multimillionaire. So I am. There's a lot of jealousy there for sure. To be like, oh, I'm going to make a Transformers movie with uh, I'll just do Transformer cameos do some comedy bits and have Bumblebee piss on somebody. And that'll be the movie. Like that's, that's what he did basically. And I, I went to go see it. I was like, yeah, I'll watch that. Cause it's transformers. Well, at least they got Megan Fox, right? <laughs> With wiki. But yeah, it's on Netflix war for Cybertron. I, I do recommend it. Uh, Steve clearly recommends it. Rob half heartedly recommends it. Yeah. Um, Seven man. What do you want? Two thumbs up. Uh, I'm 50 fucking one years old. Jesus. <laughs> I just watched a Transformer cartoon. <laughs> My wife is yeah, watching it, it, The Love Boat. She finished that. Now she's watching Benson. <laughs> that, that's very Molly to watch Benson. Wow. That just seems very it's Molly. Actually, it's actually, it's better. I written, remember watching Benson. Better than written my than Ahsoka. Yeah. Well, and so were Transformers. You can play by watching. Yeah. Transformers, but you love Star Wars. No, I, I'm not complaining properties. about. Well, I just, I said, I it's good, it's all right. Why did no. they, Why did they have to fuck up Ahsoka? God damn it, man! I don't know, man. Hey, nope. at least they didn't do her dirty like they did Boba Fett. Like at least she got <laughs> to use her lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, they, they didn't turn her into a crime lord man. who doesn't do crime. Dude, Boba just spends Fett. all his time in a bathtub. That was really bad. Being short, know. fat, and bald. I just like, what? What? It, you gotta stop going in with these high expectations, man. Get us lower. Well, what's Filoni? And I, I still, you know, I still hold Filoni in high regard. Like I, I know, typically, you're, you know, it's like, oh, you're only as good as your last project or whatever. But you know, the dude's put out a lot of quality content. He, you know, he, he's allowed to have, you know, some that uh, some some failures. I I'd really like to know perfect. how much his hands are tied in some of this stuff, you know? Well, that's what I'm, that's what I was saying earlier though. Like that's the issue. So that's, what's great about, um, I was thinking I was, I was rewatching the Ninja, the new Ninja Turtles movie. I just, I put it on for background noise all the time. I really enjoy it. It's light and enjoyable and it's fun. And what I love is that it is, it, and I still haven't thought of the word, but it, it's, uh, for lack of the word, I can't think, I'm sure listeners are screaming the word at me, which is really funny. Um, but it's its own reality. Basically it's not, it's not based on the cartoon. It's, it doesn't tie in to any other, you know, timeline, uh, or, or it doesn't tie into the comics. It doesn't tie into any of the previous cartoon series or the previous movies. And I prefer that I'd rather have these reboots reinventions than have everything 
just have to be canon to one timeline. Like I'd rather see a, I'd rather see an animated Star Wars that carried on the adventures of Han, Luke, and Leia. That and it's not canon. You know, it doesn't have to be canon. I just want to see those characters again. Um, you and weren't, you weren't trying to think of the word universe, were you? No, not universe. I, I can't. I can't fucking. And it's an obvious word. And I. This is what happens when you get old, folks, <laughs> and you don't exercise your brain. And Sean just um, shit his pants. <laughs> I did that a while ago. See, I'd be okay. But, uh, I'd, I'd go the opposite. I'd be all right with just a totally new error, like just some different, you know, in the Jedi universe, you know, in the Star Wars. No, universe. I'm good. With, I've talked about that, too. Like you could go 15,000 years in the past. Yeah, you go yeah. 15,000 years in the future. Yeah. Don't mention the word Skywalker. Right. Uh, I'm OK with that, too. And that's the other thing is like they keep trying to bring it back to like this one yeah. family this one name. And it's like, dude, there's so many, again, Mandalorian and or other than the, the Luke Skywalker cameo at the end of season two, Mandalorian is its own thing going on in the universe. And it's, it's not majorly tied into the events of the star Wars movies. Right. He did not really help out during the, the war, you know, it's his own story And that. I think that's great. And you don't have to tie it into some larger thing, but then when they do Ahsoka, you know, Ahsoka has all this history, right? Um, and the other thing that kind of pisses me off, too, is the fact that... So Anakin, out of all those characters from, the like, say, the first six Star Wars movies, Anakin's story is the one that has the most coverage, when you think about it. From, from a little boy to his death, plus you have the Clone Wars. You have, like, six, seven seasons of Clone Wars in between there. We've got a complete Anakin picture for the most part. Again, I would love to see the Darth Vader adventures, but that's a different thing. But we've got a very good picture of Anakin. Why does Ahsoka's story have to tie in so much with Anakin? Why can't she be her own person? I think she is interesting enough that they don't need to just keep her shackled to Anakin all the fucking time. The other fans seem to disagree with me. They've seen Anakin as wonderful, but... Well, she's had her own journey too, from being a little well, kid they're, fighting they're, in the they, Clone they Wars. There's a whole section from after Clone Wars to like now that she's older, you know, in Rebels. There's a whole section you could have done that we know nothing of what she did. You know what I mean? Right. Is it? I guess they had to address her guilt for leaving her the. Why the she left? Who cares? You know, we all well, understand. They, I know as a fan, left. that wasn't something I needed yeah. to see. Well, that's, I didn't need that's to see her address what, that. Well, I, I understand why she left. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, but you know, because Anakin turned to the dark side, maybe she felt guilty, or maybe that was some of her fault, or something. Yeah, but I they did a bad job of portraying it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they had that whole freaking episode where I was supposed to gleam something, and I didn't. You know? Yeah. And I still don't know what he was trying to tell her, <laughs> or herself was trying to tell herself if that was a dream. I don't. Know. <laughs> Just don't I don't make- care. Just make the lightsaber scenes better. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> you could have salvaged <laughs> salvage so die. much for me. I was laughing so much, and I texted Sean. I was like, dude, just fucking get a stunt double for that. That, that <laughs> oh was embarrassing. God, so bad. And then we, Sean's uh, son was up there, and the whole time he's like, this is mid. This is mid. This is mid. And <laughs> Mason. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I watched it again on my own, and... Mason's right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's mid. I, I was like, did I not like it? Because Mason was shitting on it the whole time. And then I watched it no. again. I was like, no, it's fucking mid. It's fucking mid. It's it was mid. just mid. Mid. Five out of ten. 
That's we're using the ten point scale, right? Five out of ten. Uh, yeah, five out of ten. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know I, thought, I thought we were doing like five. So I gave it a four out of ten earlier. So uh, it oh. is disappointing because again, uh, my love for Star Wars apparently knows no bounds. Uh, whatever they announce next, I will be front. I'll be first in line, metaphorically, uh, right for it. I'll be right there. I don't. Again, I don't Sucka. know what it'll take. Because again, Boba Fett should have been when I was out. That was Ooh, definitely the lowest man. point for me. What if, what if the next series was Boba Fett and the multicolored mopeds? <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd have to watch it to establish it. But yeah, I, I'd watch it. if that was what it was called. I would still watch it. Like I'm that pathetic okay. of, a, of Star Wars fan. I just wanted to that see even if they told you're... me up front. It could it could have been called like Boba Fett sucks, and I'd be like, yeah, <sighs> I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch it. It's got Boba Fett in the title. Can't be that bad, right? The title is I shit on all your favorite properties. (laughs) But again, uh, so for me uh, to like I was saying earlier, or me to and like what Rob was saying earlier, uh with Star Wars, we have a wide universe with a huge timeline. There's no reason to keep adhering to this one era. Um and again, but and then talking about like Ninja Turtles or just other properties in general where they just they just reboot all the time. I'd rather have that. That's, that's one thing I, I liked about, you know, you watch the first three Spider-Man movies, the, the Sam Raimi movies, and then they rebooted. They rebooted into a shitty Spider-Man, but guess what? They just rebooted again. So, the, and, so we're stuck basically with Last Jedi, Force Awakens, and Rise of Skywalker, though. Whereas Spider-Man has moved on, we can ignore the shitty Spider-Man movies. Cause they're like, Oh, those were shit. Oh, Batman, Robin, Batman forever. Those movies were shit. Let's reboot Batman. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, I prefer that to this, you know, again, they're just, they keep painting themselves into a corner and unlike really talented writers or writers who are given carte blanche, basically, um, instead of painting themselves into a corner and coming with creative ways to get out of it, they come out with really lazy ways to get out of it. Where they're just like, we could just have a show where nothing happens. Oh, bring the Emperor like, back. Yeah. It's like it's like the Seinfeld of, of Star Wars, except it's not funny. Um, <laughs> it's a show about nothing. Ahsoka, the show about nothing. Uh, <laughs> they really, they really didn't do anything. <laughs> like they had no story to tell. <laughs> they switched places. That was it. And that's what that's the issue too with these these mega properties now with Disney oh, owning them. All that fuss about the map. <laughs> oh my god four episodes on this fucking map dude and i was dead right about, about that all they did i was, was dead right places. about it yeah like i was dead right about that i was like they were showing me far too much map like they clearly have nothing to talk about here because i'm seeing a way too much map here you know what's gonna um, happen uh ezra is gonna be like well i need to find sabine and ahsoka so i'm gonna have to find a map so the thing with, he goes with these properties, though, with, that's your next, with like, uh, that's your next show with, with Disney oh, and these man. properties. So like when when Iron Man came out, it was kind of like and again, Disney didn't own Marvel yet. I don't, or maybe they did. I don't remember. But anyway, um, no, because they made Iron no. Man with Paramount. I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that that seemed to come together <sighs> like, hey, let's take this character. And I, I think I have a good story to tell. And then we'll go from there, you know, and like it seemed to start seemed a little bit more organic, whereas now everything with MCU and Star Wars is, well, let's use these characters. But do we have a story to tell? Not really. Tell one anyway. You know what I mean? Do the whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, again, Mandalorian, they had a story to tell. Even Andor. Like, I thought Andor was going to be lame. It turned out to be one of my favorite shows. 
they had a story to tell. And and then the rest of this stuff, Obi-Wan, like we didn't even talk about Obi-Wan. It was so bad. They had no story to tell with Obi-Wan. They just had the name. They're like, let's do a story about Obi-Wan. Okay, let's bring in Princess Leia. Why? Why? <laughs> Why do you bring in Princess Leia? You know, like, we got to like, get stop. the Skywalkers in here. And then, then they have a whole thing where he fights Darth Vader again. And like, you didn't even need that. Again, that was just people. I was excited to see Darth Vader, but it almost was like, we know how this fight's going to end uh, because we, we know they both survived. They could have literally come up with, you know, at least in episode one, George Lucas came up with Darth Maul. So we had a new guy, you know, like they could have done that for Obi-Wan. They could have just had a new guy for him to fight that was, you know, powerful with the force. It didn't have to be fucking Darth Vader. If you want like, to bring Darth, Darth Vader back, tell a Darth Vader story. That's all right. I'm saying. We don't need... Did they have, there was no reason to bring... I mean, yeah, it was cool, but just... Okay, so do your own cool stuff with just him. Tell a story that has nothing to do with everybody else. That has right. something to Again, do with Darth Vader. I, I would love to see a Darth Vader story that takes place... Choking, choke-holding everybody. Before episode four, everybody. In the Purge era, where they're purging the Jedi, like there's a, you could do a fantastic movie about Darth Vader purging powerful Jedi, have wonderful battles, having him, you know, come up against forces that are, you know, stronger than him, and him having to overcome him to kill Jedi. Like I think that would be fantastic. Yes, yes, let's see that. Well, he didn't do his job because there's Jedi fucking everywhere. <laughs> no, Luke, Yoda said Luke was the last one. Right, I think he was right. The last one. Um, <laughs> They're, they're all like, over the goddamn universe. I, they're the, everywhere. Jedi everywhere. Again, that's why about? they need to get away from this era because they're they're polluting their own timeline. <laughs> by at the end of Ahsoka, we are all thinking, "Oh, here comes Kanan's Force Ghost." We're like, "Fucking Anakin again!" God damn it! Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's all just so damn disappointing. Dude, every like, everybody is in love with these fucking prequels. Like, I, I what don't get fucking it. happened? Everybody. Like, are we just, we're, we're not wrong, right? Like, they're not as good, right? I mean, dude, if you're if you're looking at it objectively, like, and I, I don't think it's hard to do, even as, as much of a Star Wars fan as I am, I'm a Star Wars fan because I liked the stories and the characters initially. I'm, and I'm still riding on that, you know, for, I've been riding on that for years and years. But if, if you look at it from a storytelling perspective, yeah, like, if, if this was a show that wasn't about Jedi, if it was about a hero character, you know, she's a sword fighter and this was the story. You'd be like, what was the point of that shit? You know what I mean? It, but I feel like, again, you throw in the Anakin cameo or whatever yeah. and people are just pissing themselves with glee because they saw Anakin again. I'm like, that's not enough, dude. That's not a story. That's not what Star Wars was. Star Wars was an original property at one time. There were no cameos because it was all new. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we don't need to revisit those characters either. Like, you remember, I was very leery when they hinted that Luke Skywalker was going to be in Mandalorian, like when they had the, like I was, you know, watching that episode and, or maybe it was the episode before where it was like, do you think it's gonna be Luke? And I'm, and I'm like, no, it better not be fucking Luke. I swear to God. Yeah. Like, I was very upset. Like I didn't want to see Luke again. Now I think they handled it very well and I did eat my words and I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, but then he popped up again in Boba Fett and I'm like, okay, now this, now you're going too far. We don't need to see Luke all the goddamn time. There, you could do other characters. You could do other now, stuff. We don't need the pop, constant pop in. Before we started this podcast, I was those people. I can, I, oh, cameo, yay, everything is great. Now you motherfuckers got me looking at all kinds of shit, storylines, <laughs> plots, yeah. 
character well, development. Okay. Character <laughs> settings? Like, <coughs> fuck off, dude. I just want to fucking watch a movie and be happy again. Like, ignorance is bliss. So, sorry, not sorry. So, like, <laughs> fuck a cameo that works, like, that's not forced, is like in Spider-Man when Captain America was in the video. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a kind of cameo that's like, that works. You know what I'm saying? Wait. Even Mandalorian season two, like I said, I think yeah. that worked out really well. Yeah, I, no, I, but, yeah. But I again, I feel like then they started abusing it, and now Luke is just showing up everywhere, and it's it's just weird now. It was cool for one scene. It definitely, um, you know, hit me right in the the fucking heart. The, you know, the nostalgia. Oh, it was fucking awesome. And I love this. Yeah, and it was so <laughs> well done. <laughs> like I was like, you don't and, need to bring Luke back, but if you're gonna do it, you did a great job. And then that's right. It. We don't need to see and him that. Again. And we don't need, and then we didn't need to see him really with him, but, and now, now the more you see him, the more you're like, please stop showing me Luke Skywalker. Like, (laughs) like I, I, that's how I feel anyway. Apparently other people don't feel that way. They're (sighs) like, same with Anakin. I've seen enough Anakin to last me three lifetimes. I don't care. Even when he was likable in the clone Wars show, that that was the best version of Anakin. But you know, I spent more time with the movies. So I get the shitty Anakin when I think of Anakin, that's (sighs) just what I, I think of the poorly written Anakin. Um, no, who literally just flipped you. a switch. I love you. No, I love you more. <laughs> uh, it just Rob said Captain America and uh, the family did watch uh, Winter Soldier. Ah, this last like week. Fuck. Well, the kids fell asleep, so they have to watch it again. But Chris, Chris <laughs> and I finished it, and God damn, that movie is so. Is that not your best movie? The the Shield work. No, Avengers is still my favorite. Oh, but we're gonna talk about the Shield, there, buddy. The Shield work was fantastic in that movie. Yeah, every way that he utilizes the Shield to 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 fight. No magnetic shit happening with that Shield. Fantastic. I I don't know. Okay, I don't care about that. I don't know why you're hung up on that. I'm. I'm, I think he's talking more about the way he throws it and punches it, not so much how he gets it back to his wrist. Dude, when he when he (laughs) that elevator scene is fantastic. (laughs) The way that uh, the the elevator's busted, so the cables are exposed, and he slices the cables with his shield. You know, and then he has to jump out, lands on his shield, lands on his shield. You know, then. He still has to escape the Triskelion, and he takes down a fucking ship. A, a um, VTOL. Jet. What are they called? Well, I a forget. VTOL. A VTOL. Okay, whatever. And the, he hits both. Vertical takeoff and he, landing. Yeah, he hits both the freaking wings in the back or whatever. It comes back Rotors to Rotors and everything. He's, yeah. He sticks one in the engine. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Dude, so and then good. he gets back on the motorcycle and just peels yeah. off. Out. And dude, that's, that is that's such just, a great scene. That's just one of the great scenes that he uses yes. the shield with. The opening scene on the ship is fantastic. He's, he's using that. Dude, he's so efficient Running in that through opening walls. scene. Drywall. Oh my god! Oh my god! When he he just knocks the one guy off the boat, you know, Uh, just stuff (laughs) like that. He's not. Not everything has to be a big fight scene. Right. He's just using that. So the opening scene when he's running on the boat, it's just he's running and just taking out people, dude. In full. That's that's what we're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) Then, then there's a scene with Bucky in the street, which is fuck, dude. The way Cleveland. Yeah, in Cleveland, I was telling I was telling Kristen that the kids have fallen asleep, but I was like, "This is all Cleveland. We are just there." Any, but anyway, <laughs> the way he he uh, he like stuns Bucky 
and then comes up under his arm and hits him in the chin with the shield. I was yeah. like, God damn, man, give me more of this. And that's like, just the fight scenes. The story is fantastic. Yeah, and the story and then, is great too, you know? The fight scene, dude, as good as that shield work was, I don't know if it matches the 1990 shield work. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. The shield work in the 1990 movie you want, was the one pretty where he amazing. Ca- you mean the one where he carried it around in a bag the whole time? That one? <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. kinda, he tossed it like a frisbee. He would just like be like, eh, eh, "There we go." Yeah, and it would just like land gently. <laughs> and, then, and then you go to you fast forward to Chris Evans, and he's like, he's like going Whipping all the thing. way back, dude. He's pulling yeah. himself all the way back to get the most force and momentum he can. Oh, yeah, dude, so freaking good, man. So good. So good. Uh, and yeah, and I'm excited because the kids fell asleep, so they got to watch it again this, this, this week. <laughs> so I'm super excited about that. But man, I mean, like, dude, why can't you have fucking fight scenes like that in Ahsoka? You know, like what dude, the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't, you have I don't know. a lightsaber. It's the coolest fucking weapon ever. And you fucking yeah. dribble out that slow ass bullshit. They did like, all that with a round fucking disc, dude. Right, right. With an oversized frisbee. And, <laughs> and they can't fucking make a lightsaber fucking scene work. Jesus it was Christ. it was ridiculous, dude. It was so TV. Like, I'm with Sean. Yes. I'm with Sean. Stop making fucking TV. Just make these things movies, you know? I'm done. I'll yeah. wait two years. I don't care. Right. Well, we're already waiting two years in between these freaking TV shows. So, yeah. might as well get a movie out of it. If you got to wait that long anyway, because I forget. And make some money. I, I still don't happened. understand how these shows even make money. <laughs> like, I don't under, like, I understand at first Mandalorian was a big draw, but at this point, everybody knows what Disney plus is. Uh, I don't, I don't know that Ahsoka's pulling in a lot of new brand new subscribers, you know, every time they drop, you know, an episode of, or a, a series like Ahsoka or Andor even, even the good series, but well, that's what they're figuring why, out. Just make a movie, make some money. You like, can't get, get us back in theaters. You can't I, have, <laughs> I know we bring this up all the time, but like they made good shit, you know, like Andor was great. Yeah. Mandalorian was great. Why do yes. you have, why you, if the bar is here, why are we dipping down way down below right. below that bar? I don't and, understand. And writing writing is hard. Like I'm not, you know, like oh Steve, I let Steve read some of my shit. Tell Rob what you thought of my shit. Yeah, I loved it. He let me read a snippet from yeah. it, and it, dude, I'm I'm really impressed. Like Sean is a really good writer. It and it it caught. I think it was the introduction of the two characters. Um, it wasn't their introduction. It was more. <coughs> or wait, it what? Well, it wasn't. It their, was their it first was time that, meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the interaction between those two was very down to earth, very relatable. The the humor was, you know, like we have the same humor. So I, I chuckled at least three or four times just reading that that snippet. But it, it was it was fantastic, man. I can't wait to to see a finished project. That's, that's for Rob. He's, he's my he's my naysayer. Rob uh, doesn't think I can write. What the oh, fuck, right. dude? I have never said <laughs> that. Rob sh- Rob shit I have on never it. said that. <laughs> He's never. like, try try harder, you piece of shit. Never <laughs> right. said that. He's like, yeah, sure you can Jesus write. But, uh, no, writing isn't easy, but also... I couldn't do when, it. When, when you're that... When, when you are a professional writer, when you have more than one writer and you have a budget, uh, to me, there's just no excuse to churn out a lot of the stuff they've been churning out. Now, 
granted, I have the time because I, I don't have a deadline. I don't have anybody breathing down my neck for the next episode or whatever. So that is that does have an impact. But again, when you have a writer's room, um, it's just I don't understand how this stuff is getting through. I don't understand why people are just going like, yeah, yeah, that, that sounds great. All I got to say whatever. is, how the hell did Secret Invasion get released? <laughs> right. Like they spent $200 million or something on that show. Yeah. Like some insane amount of money. Right. Like literally... A, that's a huge budget for a that could have been a movie. Not I'm not saying Secret Invasion itself. I'm saying they could have made any movie. They could have made a Star Wars movie for that budget. They could have made a Marvel movie for that budget. And instead mm. we got this weird ass show that was incredibly boring. We're talking about Ahsoka. That was really bad. I mean, at least Right. Yeah, I, and one, I love that one was really Samuel bad. Jackson, but he couldn't right. carry that shit. It was horrible. No. And I like uh Khaleesi. It's not like they and the, ugh. Man. That's the thing. To me, it all starts Start, in the that writing one started room. It starts in the with writing the writing. It, it, the, you, you can't overcome bad writing. No matter Oof. how good your actors are, nope. no matter how great your director is, if they're going by a, a mediocre or Ugh. a shitty script, then you're there's nothing you can do about it. If it's not a story worth telling, if it's not a well-told story, you can't get past that. Ugh. Yeah, but, but it all I starts mean, there. Everybody is in awe of Dave Filoni, as well as myself. And like you, I yeah. re- I respect the dude as 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 much as you do, and but if they're gonna like keep blowing smoke up his ass, you know, like it's right. not this next thing's not gonna be any better as long as if he doesn't get some kind of criticism because the internet is loving this shit. So why would he fucking change right. anything? Exactly. It got it got good viewers. It got good reviews. I'm just curious like, oh, okay. how much if this is what he wanted to put out there. I really want to know. But we'll never know. Well, my whole this is, and again, this is not. I've done no research as far as this goes. These are all just assumptions on my part. But I, I, this show, what it feels like—that's the best way I can describe it. What it feels like to me is Kathleen Kennedy or whoever the higher ups were like. We need another Disney show that Ahsoka character is popular. Hey, Dave, you know you're the Ahsoka guy. Will you do? You know, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like he went to them and was like, "I have this amazing Ahsoka story." check this out. We need to tell this story. It feels more like, Hey, can let's do this. And he was like, well, I don't want anybody else doing it. And again, and then you have the parameters too. Like we don't know what the future of star Wars is. We do know there's a movie on the horizon, uh, in the felony verse. Allegedly. Uh, and so all, so basically we get like the whole thing. We get, we get an entire series. It's just filler because they're trying to build up to a movie. It, this was all literally set up. So now they have to go get Ahsoka and Sabine, I guess. And that's, is that the setup or is that just the setup for season two of Ahsoka? Right. Like, <laughs> why should I care? Like Ahsoka's had so little impact on the Star Wars universe now, you know, since, since her, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels days, it's like, I don't care if she comes back. I genuinely don't care. Mm-hmm. And they even made Ezra coming back feel anticlimactic. Like the way he's just like casually leaning on the hut or whatever. He's like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, dude, you haven't seen anybody in years you've been stuck in another galaxy and he's like let me pose real quick let me lean i gotta get a cool lean you think he just dude if he had come running up like oh my god like that would have been much more believable holy shit fucking not only is there someone here but i know you and you're not here to kill me this is amazing yeah you know what i mean like Like, that's oh my god you fucking found me right and you found me somehow yeah that's like that. Would, instead, no. he's like, "Oh, God, I got to be cool about this." <laughs> took me cool. now, and again, I did like Ezra, but I was just like, "What is that?" Took you long you enough, get, dude. It, it would have been like if in Castaway, somebody shows up 
to rescue Tom Hanks, and he's and he's just like, hey. oh hey, I'm just <laughs> he's sitting there with like his beard down to his knees, naked, covered in dirt, and he's just like, oh what's up? You know what I mean? Like no, that's not how you're gonna react. <laughs> you're not just gonna be cool about it. You're like, oh my fucking god, oh my fucking god. He's like, <laughs> like hold on, let me stop fucking Wilson. I'll be right with. You. <laughs> <laughs> that was the perfect fucking sound. You do that. You do that really well. Have you fucked a volleyball before? Uh, no comment. But uh... <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I just, I'm just fucking tired. Like, I know you can do better because I've seen better, you know. And right, we've like, seen better from the same from people. Filoni, I thought we get a lot better. And and every time I'm on the internet, they're always showing me how this ties into this and this ties into this. And I'm like, right, right, yeah. But the story fucking sucked. So I don't exactly. give a shit. And that's that's what people get excited. You dude, that's ex- what you said. Just nailed it though. Is is people are like, oh, but they showed this. I you could see the the O-ring from the lightsaber in this episode of Rebels on the wall in the back. I was like, who cares? <laughs> yes, you're going to see Star Wars shit in Star Wars shit. Can I get a story to go with it, please? Yes. What's it's like being excited because your fries came in a red box that has a yellow fucking M on it. Like, oh my God, McDonald's put their fries in a McDonald's box. Can you fucking believe it? Like, yeah, you're going to see Star Wars shit in your Star Wars shit. <laughs> Yeah, and I used to be those people. So there there is hope, you know. <laughs> yeah. Help I remember me. when everybody got excited in The Mandalorian when he shows up with uh or he's presented with that what they call a Camtono of the Beskar. And the Camtono was something you saw briefly in Empire Strikes Back and it was a repurposed ice cream machine. And like when they were evacuating the city, somebody was carrying this thing, right? Something I never actually noticed. The internet is ablaze the next day because he is the Mandalorian gets presented with the, it basically just looks like a bucket and full with Beskar in it. And everybody's like, Oh my God, this was an empire strikes back. (laughs) It's like, who cares? That's, that's exciting to you. That why would that be exciting that they're reusing assets? Dude, of course they're reusing assets. I'll tell you why, because they have no life and they sit there and fucking look (laughs) at that shit all day. And they're like, that gave my life meaning right there. Oh, it was I just want to see the stories for not. I'm here for the stories, the characters and, and the action and the and the cool fight scenes. That's what I'm, I'm not here because, oh, that piece of equipment that they put on his ship was in a new hope when they tried to stop the 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 compactor from closing in or whatever. I don't care. Oh, I don't yeah. fucking care. I do. Rem- <laughs> I do remember hearing about that. Yeah, I'm just like that. That's not exciting to me. I, I don't understand why that's exciting. You're going to see Star Wars shit in your Star Wars shit. Now, if a fucking Captain America shield shows up. I'm going to be like, wait, what? What now? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. I'm not, please, please no crossover. Yeah. But my point is I'd, I'd be more excited to find out like, wait, what? Yeah. Why is that there? That makes no sense. Well, some, yeah. When you see some cameos. That- yeah. Some cameos were cool. Like when you see the dark saber in fucking Mandalorian. From, and yes. You're like, something of significance. Right. Exactly. Pops up again. And you're like, oh shit, that's badass. That's a badass weapon. That means something. Yes. But yeah, yeah seeing a Camp Tono 
<laughs> is not exciting. Seeing a bucket of credits, I don't know why that's exciting. I, I don't. It doesn't hit me in the feels. I never, as a kid, I was never like, you know what they really need in this the action figure line no is that little uh, <laughs> bucket that that random character was carrying in the background of the scene in Empire Strikes Back. Like, th- no, that's not, like, dude, and everybody, I should, I should say this. People are allowed to enjoy things in their own way. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but that doesn't make something good to just see a reused asset. Does it? I, I just want a good story, man. The characters <laughs> I like. Drop. Yeah, Drop's like asleep. <laughs> man, we've been going for two out two over two hours. And, you worry? Uh, we you had worry a pre warm up of you eating a chicken sandwich for forty five minutes. Original chicken sandwich. I don't eat for forty five minutes. Ask Steve. Steve was very impressed with my eating speed. Well, it took when he ten minutes here. to get to you. Impressed? Yeah, I was fucking horrified and shocked. <laughs> like there's no impressed. <laughs> It like, dude, I we we went out to breakfast. You didn't chew your food there, dude, guy. I, dude, I do chew my food. Before I buttered my toast, he had a whole <laughs> meal down. I was like, what the fuck just happened? How do you do that? That's why you shit all the time. Because it goes, it's like a fucking brick that just went right through you. Then you have time to fucking digest. I did shit out a whole ham steak later. Um, <laughs> I almost got a spit take. <laughs> I almost got the spit take. That was over Kristen's computer. She would have been pissed. Uh, yeah. No, and I don't I don't try to eat fast. And I didn't. It wasn't until you that I knew I ate fast either. I think I told you that story when we were out at Red Lobster 100 years ago. Yeah, I remember. I ate an I, entire steak in front of you. And you were just like, how did you eat a steak that fast? I, I don't remember being that fast. I'm, I'm not even joking, dude. I was buttering my fucking toast. I took a bite <laughs> and he's fucking done. And it, it wasn't like he had one piece of French toast. He had two eggs, sausage, fucking grits or whatever the fuck you ordered. I don't know. I had a whole meal, but I'm just efficient. It's just, I don't know. Mealtime is efficient. And I, it's have, not efficient I have made conscious dude. efforts to address it, but that's just how I do things. That, Try to be efficient. It's not a, your body's not saying that's efficient. Your body's like, please stop. <laughs> <sighs> All right. All right. Well, so we should wrap it up, though. Um, I got a comic picked out. It is uh, it's on my comicsology. Um, it is called Hard Boiled. Oh, and I've seen that movie. Um, oh, but this is not that movie. <laughs> oh. This is not has nothing to do with the John Woo property. Oh, um, this is a comic by Frank Miller and Jeff Darrow. Jeff Darrow, you may know, who worked very closely with the Wachowskis on the Matrix movies. Yes. As the storyboard artist and conceptual artist. Yeah, his art's um, really uh, detailed. It's incredibly intricate and detailed. I zoom in on his stuff. There's so much detail going on. It's just, it's mind-blowing looking at his art. Um, but yeah, it's called Hard Boiled. Hard Boiled issues, And it's, uh, it's on my comicsology. So yeah, check that out. It is not the John Woo. You know, it's funny that you say that, though, because I have... In my app, I have a list of uh, potential movies and or shows, and I have a list of comics, and they're separated from each other. And I was going through the comics list, and I saw Hard Boiled, and I was like, that's a fucking movie for a second. And I was like, oh, wait, no, there is a comic. I did put that here for the correct reason. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I did think that. Um, So yeah, we will be back uh, probably next week. Uh, We did take that hiatus because vacations and and whatnot. Unfortunately for you, we are back. We we lost um, half our listeners, probably. <laughs> oh, uh, one of our listeners, Jeff, posted something about Lobo. Uh, is is uh, Jason did you Momoa see that? Might yeah. Is that is that true? 
It was in a Variety article. I did click on it. Oh, that, go to that's the legit. Variety it's still it's still all rumor. It's all kind of hearsay still. Um, nothing has been officially announced, so take it with a grain of salt. Um, but I did I did go back. I went on Twitter, and yes, I'm still calling it Twitter. I'm not calling it X because that's fucking ass and I. <laughs> but uh, I went on Twitter. I found an old tweet of mine from April of 2022 where I purposely tried to start a rumor that James Gunn was working on a Lobo movie with Jason Momoa. Um, this was before James Gunn, before the announcement that James Gunn was going to be overseeing DC. So if this comes true, I decided I started a new rumor today. I put it on threads though. Cause I hate Twitter. Cause it's, it's so stupid now, but over on threads, I started a new rumor that, uh, uh, Peter Jackson is making a masters of the universe movie and they have cast Zach Efron as he man and John Cena as Ram man so far. <laughs> so look forward to that. Please <laughs> okay. spread that around. Maybe we can okay. manifest that the same way we're manifesting the Jason Momoa Lobo James Gunn thing. All right. Uh, I would love to see. I And then, dude, here's the crazy part. And I am not making this up. I, I picked Zach, Zach Efron for he man because um, he's always been real fit and he just he's good. He's a pretty boy. So then I go on YouTube like 20 minutes later in my, my first suggested video is for a new movie and i can't remember the name of it like the iron something i don't remember what it is but anyway the trailer had just gone up i click on it to watch it zach efron is in it and i swear i'm not making this up he is he's super jacked now <laughs> and he had he-man's haircut in this movie you've got to see it i'll send it to you it's nice. insane i was like holy shit this could happen because this they basically he looks just like he-man now it's fucking nuts all right li and listeners let's get this going and then I was thinking, you know, I just, I got that new Ram Man figure coming and I was thinking about how like Ram Man is just like huge. And I was like, John Cena would be perfect for Ram Man. Cause any, he's just, any short he's though, just huge. Any kind of in the cartoon, he is short. There are different iterations, uh, the cartoon, the original figure line, but in other figure that's lines, why, that's and, what, Hey Rob, that's why he wanted Peter Jackson to do it because he did such a good job with the dwarves hmm. and, and Lord of the Rings. But like in the original comic appearance, he's just as tall as He-Man. Oh. Um, he's not a dwarf. So there's different iterations. But yes, from the cartoon and the original figure line, he's quite short. But the the figure that I've come in, he's, he's just as tall as He-Man. So it could go either way. But I think John Cena would be absolutely perfect because he's got that build. Like like he's built like a brick shithouse, you know? <laughs> so, uh, and that's John Cena. And please not the rock. Jesus Christ, please not the rock. Um, <laughs> it's going to be the rock. Please not the rock. I Dear started Lord a sweet. on X that says the rock is going to play Ram Man. Uh, I'm not worried about that. You don't even know what X is. What? So It's, a le it's the letter in the alphabet. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. But yeah, let's wrap it up. Hard boiled next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Talk.